Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Uh, really, really cold. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're not it's wrong. really cold. You're not wrong. Today has been like the gauntlet of weather. Yeah. It bucketed rain for about 20 minutes, but I looked out when you came over to my house, because yeah. you're in my house right now. Woo! I opened the door, and it was sunny, and I... Didn't understand. It was still fucking cold though. Like, I bet it was, but it, it looked sunny. Yeah, there was sunshine. There was sun, but there was like blistering wind as well. That was like not fun. Yeah, I, yeah. Could, I could hear the wind outside last night. Ooh. I'm like, no, I'm not going out there. It sounds yeah. way too cold. I managed. I've been out. I've been out since like nine o'clock this morning or eight o'clock this morning, eight thirty. Um, and yeah, like I could. Uh, I've managed to miss the rain every time it's like bucketed down. <laughs> I've been inside. I'm like. You are lucky. Yeah. Because that rain sucked. Oh, it looked fucking... I didn't even see it. It just sounded awful. Um, But yeah, we are here to talk about video games. Yeah, not the weather. Not the weather. This is is not a weather uh, podcast. This ain't no small chat podcast. (laughs) Um, Some some A-grade small chat. Yeah, it was some good. It was good. We we, we sold it. We we knocked it out of the park. Less so now, but but we've brought attention to it. We've pulled back the curtain too much, (laughs) Kyron. Cool. So... Shall we get stuck into it? We've got a bit to talk about this week. Well, yeah, E3 is closing in, Joel. Oh, boy. We're, some, we were doing it uh, the math just before. Yeah. Basically, this time in two weeks. We, we, this time in two weeks, we will have seen EA's conference. We'll have to figure out how we're actually going to do shit yeah, in two weeks' time. Yeah, really? Yeah. I need but, to figure um, this, but we've got time for that. We've got time. Plenty of time. Still got two weeks. So good. Plenty of time. I guess we should talk about what we've been playing. Yes. You should You should probably start us off. Yeah, because I haven't really played all that much this week. <laughs> I, uh, so I've been playing more Horizon. I put a few more hours into that. It's still really good. I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I'm still I'm, I'm starting to feel a little overwhelmed with like lore and stuff. And I'm starting to like. I think what I need to do from now on is like not tag every quest that I have available to me because then I'm finding it hard to keep tabs on why I'm doing what I'm doing at certain points, especially the side quests and errands. Um, do they? If you've got a quest marked, are they all marked on the map? Are they? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's always the thing that can get me bogged down in open world games. Yeah, and that's that's what's happened. Like, I I've, I I spent like three hours the other day just going and getting collectibles because I was like, well, I've got them on my map now. I might as well go and find them. And I was near a whole bunch of them, so I like just cleaned up a whole bunch of them, which was good. Like, I've got a fair few now, which is good. Um, but yeah, I have hardly progressed the story. Uh, but it's still really good. I'm I'm still intrigued to find out what's happening and what's going on. I don't know anymore, really. Storyline, like main quest wise, that I did the last time I spoke about it. But um, yeah, it's still really good. It's still fucking stunning. Um, there's a really great photo I took of like, it, it just like there was a, a corpse that sort of like collapsed over in on itself almost. And then I sort of went into the photo mode and took like a lovely photo of uh, Aloy lying down with like, you know, hands on her chin looking very like cute and adorable. That was my new, the new photo yeah. update, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, the photo mode's really cool, actually. I'd never really, like, fuck with photo modes really? that much. Not even Uncharted or Last of Us? Like, I do every now and then, but, like, this game, I don't know, there's, there's certain points where I'm just like, that's pretty funny, and instead of just hitting the share button, I'm like, I'm going to go into the photo mode and, like, fuck around with it a little bit. Well, the poses help. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think the other photo modes I've played have had poses, per yeah, se. Yeah, it's cool. I and mean, like, that's new to Horizon. All the stuff there, like, you can change the, the time of day and, like, like different like you can settings and you things can alter the reality of the world yeah to take a photo yeah it's yeah that seems op it's cool like you move the slider and it's basically like a time-lapse photography of like good god like the sun like rising and setting it's cool um but yeah it's really good um enjoying that 
probably play a bit more this week. Hopefully try and smash through some more. Um, I, I, I actually picked up Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on Friday before I made the journey back to Bendigo. So I was like, well, I'm going to be away. I was staying at my dad's house and he doesn't have internet. Um, so I was going to be basically no living internet. in a cave. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Some people don't need it, I guess. Yep. No, I my, rely on it heavily. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like my dad's in his like mid seventies, so uh, like yeah. that's and he's never been a real tech person, so that's fine, I guess. Yeah, he doesn't use it, um, and it's just him at home now. So like, sure, why not? Um, but I knew I was like, I was like, oh, I want something to play, and I was like, I was tossing it between Mario Kart Eight Deluxe and Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I went back and played a bit more of the demo of Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I'm bad at Puyo Puyo Tetris. Are you bad at Puyo Puyo or are you bad at Tetris? I'm bad at both. Oh, okay. Um, well, either that or the, the, the computer that I was playing against was just fucking good. Because, like, I had a match where it, it lasted literally 30 seconds and it was oh, all yeah. over. And I was like, and it wasn't Switch. Like, it wasn't, like, both like versus, like versus oh. both modes. It was just, I think I was playing Tetris, which is the one I'm more comfortable with. And they were playing Puyo. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, I still want to get it though. Like, I think like playing through maybe like the adventure mode might I think, actually. I think it would be a different story against friends. Yeah, that too as well. And I think like the, the, I think the adventure mode would be a good way to sort of teach you different strategies, especially with Puyo Puyo like setting up like their like different combos and things like that. Like I started trying to mess around with it, and I'm like, yeah, this is good. But I mean, it's like fifty bucks at the moment. It's pretty good, um, and there's a lot of content on that on that cartridge. So, but. When it came down to it, I knew I was going to play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe more, even though it was a game that I've already bought, and I bought all the DLC for, and I already played a lot of. Yeah, but um, it came out on a dead console. It did. <laughs> and the thing is, I've been looking online, like on Twitter, a lot of people that I follow on Twitter have been playing online, and it seems like the online stuff is really fun. So when I get back to internet, when I go home tonight, hopefully um, I'm going to take it for a spin online. It looks, it's it's great. I I've only played it in handheld mode at the moment and it like it runs beautifully. It looks great, um, like it always did. Um but that I mean that switch screen makes it pop really nicely. The switch has a nice screen. Yep, the switch so is just beautiful hardware. Very nice. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Doesn't um, look like a toy. No, no, it doesn't feel like a toy either no. when you're playing with it. I, I feel like I could break it. Mm, yeah. Which yeah. is good and bad. And I feel like there would be repercussions for breaking it. Like yes. I, I like with the switch with the, the Wii U is just like nah, just throw it in bag. Look at the ga- like, so we're sitting like in front of there's a yep. gamepad right there, and you can see my switch over there. Like the gamepad looks like a toy. Look yep. at it, it looks like bulky and it looks like the U draw Ubisoft uh, THQ <laughs> yeah, well, fucking the thing that killed THQ. Thing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, um, it looks like that. Um, it may have had some great games, but you did. That's funny because like I didn't have a huge problem with the Wii U per se. Like using it, it always felt weird. But I was yeah. like, oh, it's it's okay. But like ever since going to the Switch, I I look at the gamepad and go, what was I thinking? Yeah, no, it's oh yeah. Now having the Switch like as a tangible thing that we could hold, it's like Ooh. we are spoiled. Ooh, you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. It's, I haven't played a whole. Lot. I've just been going through like because I'm a completionist. I've been going through um like the 50 CC just to try and get all like three stars. It's Boring, I know, but if I do it now and get it out of the fucking way, it's done. And I can start having fun with the game even more so. But I'm finding, though, even playing on 50cc, I'm still having fun. Because I'm just, like, I'm, like, railing the You game. have to make the most of 50cc. Because, like, as you get, like, okay, 100cc is not bad. Yeah. 150cc is going to start really getting that's in where, your head. That's where it's good, yeah. Then 200cc. Yeah. That's bonkers. Good luck. That's I, fucking I, bonkers. When it came out on the Wii U version, I was like, oh, I'll 
try 200cc Fuck that shit Yeah, yeah. It's too fast I can't deal with it And like some of the turns You have to make It's like Yeah oh, you, Like God. you have to be In a constant state of drift And you just watch for CPUs Going yeah no problem yep. I got this I'm like well, Fuck you you're AI I've Maybe got you Maybe they have the uh, Assisted driving turn Maybe they do which is, uh, which, a little, a little beeping light Yeah Which is great I think it's a great addition Don't like the fact That it is the default setting When you turn the game on um, But I mean It's a minor gripe It's easy to turn off It's just press a button It's like alright cool It's yeah. off I know some people were complaining about it, but I don't know. Like, there's nothing wrong with a game being more accessible. Absolutely not, Just especially on this console because it's such a a great like David from the OK Games podcast. Uh, they he's been having like weekly updates of places that he's played his Switch in public, and he's had some good ones. He played, I think it was like the top of Arthur's Seat Lookout or something like that. Played one two Switch up there, and he's been playing in a cafe. He played in a cafe with his friends uh, in tabletop mode, playing Mario Kart, like. I was like, that's what it's for. Like, people, like, y- you go, like, people come over and they're like, is that a Switch? It's like, yeah, do you want to play some Mario Kart? Sure, why not? Like, the Switch works. Yeah. It is as it was advertised mm, yeah. six months ago in that first video. Does what it says on the box. Like, it's, Karen can take it to a rooftop party. She can. She can't yeah. play Mario Odyssey yet, though. No, no. Not yet. Not yet. But Mario, but Mario Kart, absolutely. I almost said Mario Party, and holy shit, when that game comes out for Switch, Jesus. Everyone's going to break their Switches. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the switches aren't going to survive. Yeah, well, someone's going to break it. There's gonna be a bro- there there will be it. a broken switch. Yeah, or, or like a broken base with like a Joy-Con hanging out of it. I don't know. Um, so I haven't dived much into like battle mode or anything like that. I'm excited to because, I mean, it's classic battle mode. Whenever you've got it, I have to get it. Yeah, yep. I knew that was going to be the thing. I was like, I've got it. It's only like 70 bucks at the moment. It was gonna, That's what was going to happen. It was basically the first, the bus two that gets it, then the other one has to get yep. it. Yeah. And I got it because I'm pretty sure uh, Broad and Liam, our friends of ours, friends of the show, have uh, have got it as well. So I've, they said it last week, like, oh, do you want to play some Mario Kart after we were playing D and D? And I was like, don't have it yet. I mean, I could play on yours, but I'm like, I don't have it yet. Like, but now I've got it. So like, next time we play D and D, it's you know, like a pre D and D Mario Kart smash up. I don't know. It's good. It's great. If you own a Switch, you should probably get it. If you never played the original and you own a Switch, you uh, it's a necessity. It's like a it's a staple to the Switch's library. It's it's probably the best Mario Kart game they've released in years. Um, like Mario Kart Seven was it the DS one, uh, 3DS one? Yeah, that was the 3DS one. Yeah, the 3DS one was great. Mario Kart DS was my previous favorite. Yeah, one. Mario Kart DS was also really really. That was good. a really good one. Um. But this is great. Like, everything about it is so good. It just, like, the, the courses are, like, borderline F-Zero-esque to the point where there is an F-Zero. There's an F-Zero There's Zero a new city. It. And it's got the awesome. Bl- the Blue Falcon's in it. Yep. Yep. The only thing that hurts me very is it's just like, hey, make a freaking F-Zero game. Yeah. Don't make a DLC. Yeah. No. You insult me. Yeah. You, you get a track, some music, and a, and a card. Enjoy. But, yeah. That's your F-Zero um, game. The other thing I, that I'm not a huge fan of uh, is, like, Everything's unlocked from the start except for the customizable stuff for the cards. That's the stuff that's your progression unlocks, basically. But like I think in the original one you had to unlock like mirrored mode and all that sort of stuff as well. I don't think it was there from the get go. I don't think eight. it was. So it but that's all there now. It's like you go okay. in, it's like you've got all all courses unlocked, all cups, all everything like that, so except guess, for your customizations. I guess the interesting thing to ask is would you be okay if they did that with the potentially inevitable Super Smash Brothers Deluxe. Yes, I mean I bought Mario Kart Eight, and I I know so, I I know we will play Smash. Yeah, Brothers. yeah, but I'm also saying, do you think would you be okay with like if everything was unlocked? Because let's be honest, okay. like unlocking those fifty odd characters again, 
I've already done it once. That's true. Well, see, I didn't. And stages. I didn't because I didn't need to because anytime I played it, I played it at your house. <laughs> so I was like, ah, Karen's done the heavy lifting for me. It's fine. Oh. Um, I didn't play any of the DLC either because like, I was like, I'd never played it at home. When I played it, it was always at your house or at someone else's house who had it and had everything unlocked. So I was like, well, I don't need to. So that's fine. So I, yeah, I suppose I'd be okay with everything being there from the start. Um, so I'll say, I honestly think I would be just, again, as I said. Yeah. Unlocking those 50 characters again and like the 30 stages and whatever is just going to be a matter of me re-grinding all the arcade modes and all that. And I yeah. don't, I just did that like a year and a half ago. It'd be cool if they switched it up and like assist trophies worked like the CDs in uh, Brawl. So like you had to collect, you got, you had a whole bunch at the start, but then there were, cause there's so many assist trophies now. You had to collect like one to appear, and you go, oh, "Shit, that's such and I don't have that one yet. That's oh, a new one." And like yeah. you, you pick it up in in game, and it like adds it to your collection. And I still it, love and I, your roster. I still love picking up the CDs and stuff. In yeah, in the yeah, Smash it's games. great. Like it's just instinct to see it, and like especially if you're playing like with your friends, and you're like you're like going at it. Yep. And you see a CD drop, you're like, "All right, everyone, stop what you're doing. Yep. Go pick that CD up. It's like who's closest? Please. Yep. Yeah. You go grab that. Oh, oh, awesome. Back to where we were. All right, back to fighting. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's yeah, definitely, definitely, I would, I would be okay with that. Uh, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is good. It's yeah, good. I guess I'm gonna get it now. It's very good. I say, I say, like, I sound resigned when I say that, but I am excited for it. It's just, yeah, I was like, and it's maybe good. I can get a bit longer without yeah. buying it. But I was the same. Happening. But then I was like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna buy it. And like, I, it's gonna be a game that like, when I'm on the couch and I'm watching a podcast, I, I can just be like, nah, I'll play an online battle match. And, and I guess it's better to get it now because I mean, when Splatoon 2 comes out, it'll probably be a yeah. bit of a drop off in Mario Kart. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, but I think then it'll probably pick up again towards the end of the year, like when holidays. Unless Smash comes out. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. Actually, no, that's not true. No, one, no one's playing Smash online. Unless they fix, oh, like, yeah. their net no, code. That's all, that's all that's all. Smash has always struggled on the Yeah, well, that's the, the thing. From matches. what I can see about, like, Mario Kart online, it's pretty yeah. good. I mean, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U was pretty good online as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, but uh, it's great. Uh, the only other thing I've been playing this week is uh, we dipped into some more Overwatch um, because it is the one year anniversary. Uh, last week it was. Time Hop was reminding me that a year ago today I was like, man, I love Overwatch. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's it's been nice. It's like I on the day on the at the, the day of the anniversary I had like a photo of me. I posted a photo just being like, yeah, time to start my watch and all this other shit. Like, um, I had like a copy of the game and, and my pins that I got from uh, JB Hi-Fi because they were like, yeah, you want some pins? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want those pins. <laughs> um. But yeah, I celebrated this week by uh, I bought myself a new Overwatch keyring as well. So, what was it? Yeah, it was just the uh, the Overwatch logo. It's like a nice, but it's like a nice metal one. You got you to gotta get your fave character. Like, well, they don't make them. Like the only one I could find, like I can see, it, and it is. It's like thick. It's like really nicely made. It's metal. It's heavy. It's it's nice. I really like it. So I've been looking at it for a while. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll get it. Um, but yeah, we played uh, some of the anniversary stuff. I mean, there's not much there. It's just new skins, emotes. Yeah, that's, yep. and, oh, and, and dances arena. and dances. Yeah, I uh, guess those are the emotes, but the dances are very fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, and the arena uh, maps as well, which I play a little bit of. Um, but yeah, so we should probably talk about the skins, I guess, like briefly. Like, uh, I mean, Diva has the best skin. Diva does have the best skin. Hers is amazing. But to be fair, they're all pretty damn good. All the skins it, that they've released for this, ex- I still don't buy a Zarya skin. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's I just. True. Again, it's especially now having played Heroes of a Storm. Like, I look at Zarya's yep. skins, I'm kind of like, come on, Blizzard. Yeah, come you on. You got good ones up. right there in Heroes. Yeah, just, uh, just go, a, go a little crazy. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, Genji got like a cool, like fucking, it's like beautiful Joe esque. Yeah, looking... Ka- I think it Ka- Kaiman Rider or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not Power Rangers. Like if you compare it to Power Rangers, you're wrong. Absolutely not. People will let you know. It's nothing like Power Rangers. <laughs> nothing like, like Power Rangers. Not at all. Um, but yeah, Diva got an awesome one. It's like a rockabilly kind of like. Her gun's got like her, like issues out of her mech. Her gun's got like pink floppy dice. Oh, on that's so cool! I love it so much. Uh, Hanzo got a like a sort of like a cyborg, mm, which is cool. Like, he looks cool. like the the ah oh, the main not the I think mean, he's the main bad guy, but like one of the bad guys in Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Oh yeah, I forget his name. You know I what I mean? Well. I know the way the guy who yeah. fights against Raiden on the train. Yeah, yeah, looks like him. He's got like the oh, thing over his mouth and all yep. that. So that was cool. So yeah, it looks like kind of cyborgy. Um, one of the other ones as well. Farrah got a very cool skin. Farrah got a very cool one. Which um, is like adding to the confusion of what, like, of Farrah's backstory. Because people still, like, what, like, what, what nationality is she? Yeah. What is her, what is her background? Because, like, it's weird. Yeah. But her skin is very cool. That's it the main cool. thing. Like, yeah. but, like, she's, she, like, the Farrah backstory stuff is, I think, I think Blizzard is still figuring it out. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get a, a short for her, maybe. That'd, that'd be, be cool. That'd be cool. I, just, I love Farrah. It's, I now um, have a golden gun for Farrah. Hey, yes, congratulations, by the way. Um, it looks good. <laughs> I'm still a million points away from my gold nuts that I'm going to get. But... Well, I have a, the current season ends today, but another season starts in a couple of days. Ugh, yeah. Um, the Bastion skin is pretty cool. Yes, the, I like The Roll Cage one. It's a really cool looking one. Um, so there's a whole bunch of new skins. Lucio. Oh, Lucio's one, actually. Yeah, it's very cool. We should talk about the that. The important about Lucio's skin is it changes his music. Yes. Apparently. It's, like, it's like, a, like a jazzy kind of like... New Orleans like vibe I get from it um, but I can't unsee the fact that someone posted on Twitter that it looked like Will Smith yep, yep. in Wild Wild West and I was like that made me want it even more I was like yes this Wild is great West. that movie okay. is not great though I, I have fond memories of it but oh. I haven't watched it recently you, see, you have fond memories to. of it and exactly <laughs> that's how I'm going to keep it some um, things are better as memories yep I, I love that movie it was great fun in my head um, but Tracer got one Yes, Tracy did get one. Because she's supposed to child. Oh, uh, yeah, she's yeah, okay. And didn't 76 as well? I think so. I think, that, I think yeah, he, yeah. But I think it, he did. Yeah, uh, yeah. They I, don't stick to, into my mind, though. It's like, yeah, he's Although, like, he's just like a, not, it's not very different to his yeah. original one. So. Trace's guns now say Trace Maker on them. In a, they in do say skin. Trace Maker. That's so the, cool. the online shippers of the world were, yep. were at a loss once like, they, they changed the ship from, um, I think it was Widow Tracer to Trace Maker. Yep. <laughs> Yep, Trace Maker's great. Which was very funny. Um, and But the, the most important part, I think, the best part of it is that, like you said, the, the dances, which the are dances the new emotes. So, so everyone got one of those, didn't they? Yes. Yes, so yes. Every, every character gets a new dance emote that you can buy or get in loot boxes. And um, Sombra and Orisa finally got their sit emotes. <laughs> yes, they did, yeah, uh, which is great. Um, but some of the, the dances they're referencing um, are pretty cool. Like. Yeah. Junkrat does the the Running Man, which is basically like identical to again Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, which I love. I'm just sad that it doesn't have the the dance he does with Carlton anywhere. Oh yeah, like the, that's yeah, like my favorite. The not unusual dance. dance. Yeah, yeah, that should have been one. I wish it was there. Um, who would have had it? Who, who would I don't even know, to? honestly. But someone, maybe Lucio. Maybe Lucio. I feel like it needs to be someone who's got. It needs to be two. Yeah, maybe Deeper and a Mech. <laughs> If, oh, I, if I can justify Diva's yeah. mech being sentient. I did like Diva's one, though, because it's referencing a uh, Robot Chicken episode. Yes. Which uh, it, uh, it's like a Voltron uh, Voltron versus Power Rangers dance-off. Like, it's like You Got Served parody with uh, the two robots dancing. And, uh, yeah, so her mech does that that dance, which is really cool. Um, does it do anything when she's out of her mech? No, all of Diva's, like, emotes out of mech is just, like, the, the heart you feel. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. 
That makes sense. I didn't I hope, think like, about I, that. I, I, yeah. I tried to meet him like, do you have a No, I, I, I was like, maybe that they changed that. But um, who else has got? Oh, Farris is pretty awesome. Farris has a rock has a rock guitar for a rocket launcher. Yep. Complete with like little flare explosions and actual yeah, like rock and like strumming. guitar, yeah, like it's and she like bounces around and stuff. It's really cool. Um, well, who's your, like, right, we should, let's pick a favorite each, like because okay. they all got skin, like all got dances. I think I, I think I like, I think I like Junkrats, the Running Man. Yeah, yeah. I love it because it just it makes me happy because I love it. it. Watching Fresh Prince of Bel Air, anytime they do that <laughs> dance, I was like, yeah, it was like it was like a dance catchphrase for me. I like that, so that's really cool. What about you? Uh, I think mine is Tracer's. Yeah. Because Tracer gets the Charleston. She does get the Charleston, and it's very, very cool. Which is a very... First of all, it's a very cool dance, but it also gives me very fond memories of, like, one of the better episodes of Mad Men, where, um. where um, Pete and Trudy Campbell do the Charleston together. Oh. And, yeah, the Charleston's just... It just looks so good. Yeah, it <laughs> it does. suits Tracer. It does. It suits her so much. Um, But, yeah, so that's the Underwatch anniversary training for, like, another... Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Um, the free weekend's going on now, but probably by the time this goes, well, up, we'll be we'll, yeah, it'll be, it'll be done. Yeah, um, but yeah, so but you can buy it. Like now, it's progressed from the Origins edition to the Game of the Year edition with a bunch of extra yeah. bells and whistles. Yeah, which is cool. Not heaps, I guess. Like it's only like ten loot boxes, mm. and then like some bonus stuff for like Blizzard account stuff. Like, yeah, well, wow, and which Diablo is like, I think it's stuff. a lot of stuff that you got. Originally, with, yeah, yeah the, main, like, the biggest thing is the 10 loot boxes, I think. Yeah, most like the extra. Um, the other plus side is you can also pick up the Origins Edition pretty damn cheap as well at the moment. Yeah, well, it was on special this weekend, which yep. again is no longer relevant. Yeah, but... oh, I, I think at EB it's gone for like $49. Yeah, I so... think at, at Big W it's also about 49 at the yeah, moment. Yeah, which is great. I mean, if you don't care about that extra stuff... Like, it's just 10 loot boxes. Yeah, like, which is like, if you're just buying the game starting you know, out, you're going to you're gonna burn through those first 10 loot boxes. I tell you get... what, like doing the math, like at the moment, with that, if, if you get it for 49 you could probably just buy the 10 loot boxes for about 13 bucks and still come under the, That's the very true. version cost. That's very true. <laughs> and you get the anniversary. I don't, I also don't know if they are regular loot boxes or if they would be the anniversary There's ones. Loot boxes, right. So like, mm. yeah, maybe just buy the cheaper version and yeah, and just that. buy 10 loot boxes. If you haven't got Overwatch yet, you should. It's really yeah, it's good. It's, but awesome. it's, it's been out for a year and we're still playing it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Kyron, that's all for me. What have you been playing? Okay, I can tell. I can tell you what I didn't play for last week. Yeah, I didn't play Prey. <laughs> oh, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I said last week I was trying to squeeze in the finish before uh, the game I have been playing comes out. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. Nope. No, it didn't happen. Nope. Uh, I mean, but I have been playing a whole bunch of Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadows of Valentia. Excellent. I still. It's it's so nice to have another Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. People have been like wondering if like if it's starting to stagnate, maybe. Like, because like, fatigue could easily set in, and it's been very saturated the last. It is like, like Fire Emblem is like so. it is the thing for Nintendo right oh, now. Oh yeah, which is fine. Like it's so hot right it now. makes me so happy. Yeah, it, the the franchise nearly died, Joel. Yeah, I'm happy for it to still be here and going strong. And it's like back and bigger than ever now. Yeah, like, a lot yeah. of new people a, are coming into it. Better so. Fire Emblem Direct, like a direct yeah. for just Fire Emblem stuff, which I yeah. never. Like five years ago, I never thought it would happen. Uh, and you can, I think, to a degree, you can thank a lot of those new players coming into it because of. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, does it? Heroes helps, but I would honestly, like, it is mostly Awakening, the 3DS one. That's which, true, yeah. Which was a pretty big departure from Fire Emblem. It's like, what if you could just, it was also like a dating simulator. Yep. <laughs> and you could just pair up your characters and have kids. It's like, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and then like have that lineage character. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. So like, adding that in was a big boon. Like I know some people don't like it, but the good news is if you don't like that mechanic, you will like Fire Emblem Echoes because it's not there. Yep. So Echoes... Gone. 
is a weird game. It's actually a remake of Fire Emblem Gaiden from like the Famicom mm-hmm. slash NES, but it never came out over here, so it doesn't matter. Yep. It, I think it's like the second or third game in the series. It's it's old. Yeah. It's old. And it's it's sort of already known as like sort of like the, the black sheep of the series because it, it was sort of back in the day when Nintendo was like, cool, that first game was really good. Let's do a second one that's weird. Yep. Like, remember Zelda 2? Yep. It's like, wow, that top-down Zelda was great. Two, like, Let's make a side-scroller Zelda. You're like, whoa, wait. Uh, what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of... Yeah. So Fire Emblem Gaiden slash, well, I guess Echoes in this case is is sort of like that black sheep because it's like, yeah, man, Fire Emblem was really good. What if we had, like, weird mini dungeons you could explore? And you're like, huh? Like, so, sure? And what if we got rid of the weapon triangle, which was has been like a cornerstone of the game, the series, for one game. But for us, like, this is our first time playing it. We've yep. been playing Fire Emblem since, like, the Game Boy Advance, and they're like, yeah, no weapon triangle. And we're just like... What? <laughs> but Lance beat Sword. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, so how does it work now? Like, So it, now it's that... it's honestly... There's a greater importance placed on inventory. Okay. So back in, back in the other Fire Emblems, nearly all of them, essentially, you could basically load your character up with, like, a couple of different weapons... So if you wanted to, you could have like a sword, a lance, an axe. If you could, if your character could use them. Yep. But in this one, basically, you've got one inventory slot, and you can put a weapon there, which can help you do more damage. So you could give him like a, if you're a sword user, you could have like an iron sword, but a steel sword does more damage than that. And a brave sword. Okay. Right? Or if they're weaker, you could give them a shield, which will boost their defense, so they take less damage, but they'll probably do less damage because they okay. won't have a, a so stronger weapon. Seems a little bit more like traditional or act like an action RPG. Yeah, so it's more so you got to you think more about your, your inventory slots. You can also give them like food so they can heal mid battle and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So Good. it's it's not the main reason it's not fair is I think there's no axe users in this game anyway, so it would okay. have would have thrown the weapon triangle out it's, completely. Yeah, it makes it a little bit <laughs> unbalanced. But I, I didn't uh heroes have inventory stuff as well? Heroes Oh, from what I played of it, I don't think it did, but you could like, you could, you could give you guys skills. They had like right, skills you could okay. equip on you guys and that would affect your damage and stuff like that. So yep. I think that's the closest, mm. but so basically you'll spend less time thinking about, all right, so sword beats axe. So I've got to get this character there and which is kind of, it's kind of nice. It makes me approach battles differently. Cause like, yeah, you could not necessarily completely autopilot some encounters, but you could, in the earliest stages of the game, you're like, cool, I've got this Lance guy. I'll sit him over here. That's, there's only sword guys over there, so he'll just clean them up and just... Yep. But not anymore. You've got to be a bit more careful. Uh, the other big change, really, is how magic works, because previously that was, again, like you get tomes or stars of a certain amount of uses. Yep. But in this one, using a spell, like, for example, if you want to heal someone, the healer will take one point of damage. Oh, so, okay. like, spells damage the unit that uses it, but they'll have the effect on the enemies, which is interesting because you've got to be sometimes careful with how you're healing. Yep. Because you can't afford to be... Thankfully, most healers can... Like, they'll dr- absorb health if they do damage with their... Cause so that's the other thing as well, man. Is I, The more I speak about this game, the more I realize it's a bit different. Yeah. A, a lot of the healers have, like, damage and healing spells. So okay. they'll heal... For example, a base one will heal, like, 20 health, but subtract one health from the healer. But then if a healer does a damage spell they'll get back like eight health from that so okay it sort of encourages you to have your healers i don't feel like as much of a guy who would just sit back and go yeah heal heal yeah. and just not do anything else <laughs> they're, they're they're they've got more uses than just yeah. being like the support yeah. Class. yeah granted in like the other fire realm games you could eventually promote them up to be yep. to be like dual skill but miss one that it's just at the gate, at the gate. they're more useful which is great honestly That's i've been really cool. enjoying it it seems a bit more like 
aggressive, I guess, in your your choosing yeah. your strategies in, yeah. in it, attacking. Yeah, and, I'm, and honestly, the, those healers have had some clutch kills for me. So, yep. So thank you, healers. <laughs> I owe you. Um, the Overwatch root of yeah. Is just, you know, <laughs> support classes are cool too, guys. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other the other big sort of changes I said there's no none of that dating stuff. Right. So the story is much more traditional Fire Emblem. Back to it's the art style is a bit more traditional it feels less it's still sort of anime okay. but it's definitely less anime than like Awakening and Fates have been mm-hmm. which I mean, I didn't mind it but some people didn't like but it became like anime waifu simulator so they'll, they'll be happy yeah. to know this is different um, so it tells basically the, the sort of traditional Fire Emblem tale two kingdoms at war uh, your two main characters basically split up inside of a game so you, you are controlling two separate armies yep which is kind of neat uh, the only main issue I've had it so far is there's an enemy type called the Cantor in this. Okay. And the Cantor sucks. Um, Fair enough. Basically, they exist to make battles go for 600 turns instead oh, of like 10. I hate that shit. Yeah. So they're an enemy that will sit, like usually at the end, usually on a healing tile, which will restore 5 HP every turn. And their only purpose is to, they'll, they'll take off 5 HP of their own, which they yeah. obviously get back next turn if you don't get there. And they'll summon minions, and then send those oh. minions at you. And at first, I was like, oh, "Okay, this is this is interesting. Like, I haven't had to deal with this before." But that was until like I'd fought like five of them. And I'm like, um, "I am I am real sick of these guys." <laughs> so they basically like Zerg rush you essentially. But like, yeah, they yeah. just they just keep padding out battles. Like I was doing a fight just before where I was like getting close to being done, but I couldn't just finish it because I would have to cut my way through Ugh. a bunch of just just trash, really, that was in front of me. And but this, this cantor yeah. is like, summoning more. I'm like, can you stop? There's a useful spell that can like dispel some of them. Okay. It takes, it costs like 10 HP of, the, of your healer. Mm. and it's, it's But if you're desperate, like you can use it. But yeah. for the most part, they're just really annoying. And if it was just to finish that, like, you know, yeah, that's the last thing you yeah, have to like, deal with on the map. It's like, oh, get the fuck out. Just go yeah. away. You're just ragging this fight. And, and, and that's basically my biggest gripe. Like, it's been yep. annoying running into enemies like that but just pad out the combat. Uh, but dungeons are interesting. So okay, far, they that's haven't what I been... to know about. Because yeah. this is the thing that sort of interested me in this game. Yeah, so obviously Fire Emblem has never really had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, you move around a map and you fight. That's it. But this one has like the shrines and dungeons where you sort of go into... Essentially, yeah, it's a cave, basically. And yep. you explore it third person. So far, the ones I haven't been into, I've been into haven't been super detailed. Okay. Which is, again, I, I'm pretty early in. So they might get complicated, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Because yeah. you... Sometime, and I can sort of see why, because basically you will encounter enemies in there, which as you expect, when you yep. fight them, you enter into the top-down enemy, north, you south map formation, which right. gets a bit old, because obviously one of the things that keeps Fire Emblem engaging, given its its gameplay, is like interesting map designs, and like, okay, how am I going to position my units, and what strategy will I take? All the battles are basically, yeah, enemy, north, you south. Okay. I mean, there's an auto battle mechanic, I guess, so you can sort of just tell units to can, like, go and through mop it, them yeah. up. But it gets old. It does. It's definitely starting to get on me a bit. Not in a bad way. Like I'm not going to stop playing, but I'm kind no. of like, ah, uh, could have fixed this up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how what the solution would be. Even if you had like five different like yeah, just varieties different and formations like, and stuff. Every now and then, you don't know which one you're going to get. So yeah, it's randomly generated every like well, like it picks from like five different pre-made yeah. ones. Yeah, the, mo- the most you can change it is like. If you you can also attack when you're exploring, so you go smash like barrels and crates and stuff to get items. Yeah. So you can if you attack an enemy before you encounter it, they'll start with a little bit less health. But they're okay. still just in the north, and you're in the south, and yep. the game after that formula plays out. 
But like, they're still a cool mechanic, and I like them. They're interesting. It's interesting having like the third person dynamic, and I kind of wonder if like if they're doing this, and they might bring it back in the Switch one. Who knows? Okay, it's it's fun, and I I honestly do like them for the most part. It's just the combat gets a bit draining at times. Right. Okay. Especially when like, enemies will respawn as well as you're going through a dungeon, so you're like. You might get to the end and go, cool, I'm going to leave now. Ah, oh, good, more enemies. <laughs> and I, I honestly feel like I shouldn't be thinking that in a game like Fire Emblem. Where yeah. I'm, like, I'm looking forward to the next battle usually, but not in the dungeons, unfortunately. And maybe too, like with with like traditional kinds of uh, Fire Emblem games, it seems to be like you said, it, like you go to a map, it, it seems to be very streamlined. It's like you get you get like your cutscene, your anime waifu stuff, and then it's like, Battle, go, and you're in, and it's like, all yeah. right, cool. Where am I? All right, I'm over here. You basically scan the map, and you get, you you take into account all the terrain, and go, all right, what's going to be the strategy that gets me through here? But mm-hmm. and that's just kind of gone. In yeah, the, in, the, in the the random battles. Yep. Again, like they are a small part of a game. For the most part, the regular combat is good. The map designs haven't been super challenging, but I am coming. Like Conquest was the last one I played, right? And Conquest is known; it is it is the hardest of the Fates games. Yep. And also that also meant that the maps were very interesting and they had different sort of objectives and that sort of stuff. And you already played maybe like like the the, the two the two before it, so they had to try and like ramp it up. Again yeah, exactly. Well, so. And this one sort of it does at the point of map still doesn't reach that height yet. But there was something I've noticed it's interesting, like over the last couple of days. Because as you so you move around the map as your two characters, and like every every couple of moves you make from like one point to another point, an enemy like group will move. Okay. So and I guess a slightly interesting twist is if they run into you on a map tile, they'll be so. If you, for example, if you attack an enemy on a tile, you're they're in the north, you're in the south, so you know they have the sort of advantage. Right. It's kind of cool that when they run into you and initiate combat, you're in the north and they're in the south. Oh, so okay. you kind of have. The power being like, oh, this is how it feels to be good at me. All right. Yeah. All right. You get in that fort. You go stand in the forest. We got this. No problems. Yep. So that's kind of cool. It's only happened a couple of times because generally the enemies don't move. And sometimes I'll just be moving back and forth just to make them move because... Like, I want to mix I, this up. Yeah. I had, yeah. A, I had a bad encounter today where I, there was two tall, two enemy units on one point. I'm like, how, how bad can it be? It sucked. <laughs> yep. Because okay. of how my units spawn, like there was like three at the top, two on the right, and the rest at the bottom. Oh. So the ones in the top just got wiped immediately, which actually brings me to the next, the next thing I want to talk about, which is probably my favorite feature. Okay. And I really hope it keeps coming back because it saved me so much time. It's the, the Mila's turn wheel. Okay. I'm not sure if you've heard about it. No, I haven't actually. Basically, anyone who's played Fire Emblem knows when you lose an, if you lose a unit, you soft reset. L, R, start, select, restart that game. Yep. Start the battle again. Get it out of here. But uh, Mila's turn will let you take back moves. Okay. It's not OP because it's not unlimited. It has a set amount of uses. And I think picking up an item called a cog gives you more uses. I think I've got eight at the moment I can use in the combat. Right. But basically, it just, it can, because some of these battles really drag out. I had a 30 minute battle earlier today, but Jesus. if it wasn't for that, like I would have had to have redone the entire thing. Ugh. But basically, you trigger it by touching it on the touchpad, and you can use the left D-pad to go back in turns. Like so, you can basically each unit move. You can go back. Right. Okay. To a, I think it's there's a certain amount. I think maybe ten or so. So you can't just go back to the start of the fight. Right. But um. So it seems like the inverse of like the um the system from Bravely Default by like adding extra turns by yeah. like yeah like fucking with the, 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 the ordering of turns. Yeah, yeah, you can basically, you have more control over the battle. And yeah, it's just, 
again, because it's not OP, it's not OP because you it limits your uses. I actually really like it. That's awesome. That's and, really and it cool. just it's has saved me from so many times of just like restarting an entire battle because of one bad one bad crit or one bad miss. Yeah. And it, so the, it, it it lets you. I mean, when it comes down to this game, is a like a turn based strategy game. Like you know, you've got to go into it with some sort of strategy, but. Sometimes you need to do that bit of trial and error, and it's like sometimes numbers don't go your way, man. Exactly, yeah, exactly. There's that RNG. Anyone who's well. played D and D knows that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, there's that trial and error of like, all right, what if I go up here? I wonder if I can get up here, especially if yeah. you're new to the series. That's cool. You can go. It's oh, that didn't work. Movies. Fucking back, I go. Yeah. yeah, and like, and it you can use it for whatever you want. You don't even have to use it to bring back dead units. If you want to be that person who goes, no, they're dead. They're dead fine yep if you get maybe a bad roll on an attack like you miss or you don't get a crit and you want to try again like you can just do that yep and it's yeah it's a re- it's probably my favorite feature and i honestly desperately hope it's in the switch version yeah well if they're adding it just saves this, time yeah it seems like it might be the way they're going which is really cool it just makes the overall experience more enjoyable yep. and you yeah and again like it's got limited uses so you don't have to worry about feeling like you're just cheating the game you're not just spamming it or every every five turns or so yeah yeah Cool. So, so far, honestly, I'm very happy. I was not expecting, like, as much as I love Fire Emblem, like, this is a remake of an old one. Yeah. I really want to play another Fire Emblem on Switch. I was yep. like, I'll buy, I'll buy and play it, and I'll probably like it enough. But yeah, no, I'm honestly really enjoying it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Thank you, Nintendo. Please continue remaking them yeah. so, that, so that the filthy Westerners that we are can get Fire Emblem 4, 5, and Glorious 6 so I can be Roy. <laughs> yep, well, I think I think that the, the Japanese market is starting to realise that there is a, a market in the West for this sort of stuff. I mean, you've only got to look at Persona 5. That thing is like, that was selling so well everywhere here. Like When, know, I, actually, when I actually had copies. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, there was a demand for it and people yeah. were very vocal about that and going, I want to play this game. Please let me play it. So, you know, and it seems to be the same with, with Fire Emblem. I've, I've seen a lot of people who have been playing in the last week, which is great. Yeah, look, again, the 3DS ones really helped bring in a new audience. Yep. And I do hope the new audience is willing to try this one because granted it does lack some of the things they like about the new ones, but... The stuff that it has from the old ones is also very cool. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta know where you you know, remember your roots. Yeah, definitely. And that's what it, it feels like they're sort of tipping their hat going, look, yeah, this is what this is this what, is what it was. used to be like. Yeah. So hopefully that means the Switch one, like not I mean, hopefully I'm not asking for too much. Yeah. It's gonna be like a marriage of the new and the old together. And that would be just beautiful. That would be that sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. That's apart from Overwatch Review, that's all I've been playing, no. Perfect. Awesome. All right, well, shall we get into some news then, Kyron? We certainly shall, Joel. Yes. Oh, boy. We got some good stuff this week. We got some really good stuff. <laughs> and we're, we're kicking it off with, uh, with a sweet new trailer. Um, so, uh, I think we, we talked about it on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, we might have whenever it, was, it up. Whenever it came out. I think yeah, we, we brought like it up. a month ago or something. Um, basically, the, uh, the news that uh, Netflix was uh, developing a Castlevania animated TV series. For the uh, streaming platform. Um, and this week we got our first trailer for it. And it looks fucking awesome. Holy crap, it looks good. Holy shit. I'm, like, oh. I'm so surprised. And granted, I'm sure there's very minimal input from Konami themselves. Yeah. Maybe that's the key. Well. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, basically, when they first announced it, they were like, look, we are making a super violent Castlevania series. And this trailer that has about about 30 seconds of footage. Yep. There's gore. There's, there's blood. Yeah. Oh, there's blood, and, so, and, and there's lots of slashing, and there's lots of stabbing, and there's lots of corpses be, being reanimated. It makes me excited. It's 
it's awesome. Like from someone I was saying to you uh, before um, this to you before, like from someone who doesn't have like a much of a past, or any of a past with the Castlevania series, um, like I'm excited for this. This oh. looks great. This looks like a, a, if, if this was just a show that wasn't, if this was something else that had a different name, I don't know. I'm like, this is a good trailer. Like it looks great, but because it has that attachment to it, it's like, oh, this is even more amazing because it's actually a property from a video game franchise that is making the leap to the the small screen and actually looking good. It has the potential to be the best video game time. I mean, I mean, we don't know how much of a time it's going to be. I don't think they've said who the main cast is or anything, so we don't know if it's like yeah. Simon Belmont or like no, Richard no. Belmont or anything like that. But hey, he has a whip. That's he a good does. sign. Got a whip. Yep. That implies Belmont. Yeah, I thought I heard the Belmont name in there somewhere, but maybe. I'm not sure. I, uh, it's it wouldn't be like maybe they have. I don't like. I assume it's Belmont because he yeah. is he is Castlevania really. But, but Belmonts like, are. I mean, I always had like a little bit of faith in this project because you got to look at the people who are making it, which is uh, Frederator Studios, who. Previously, you might know their works from uh, Bravest Warriors and Adventure Time. So those are like shows that are on the surface, pretty light and fluffy and fun and and colorful. But from what I heard about Adventure Time, like in the later series, it gets crazy intense, like and really deep and really dark, like for like for a show that starts off with like, you know, I don't know, the Duke of Pudding, who's my favorite (laughs) character in that whole series. Um, but yeah, like, so I, I was like, okay, they do some good work. I'm interested to see still a little bit like, okay, we'll see how this comes out. And granted, this is only like a, a minute long trailer or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, but, ever, that's ever a good thing, Joel, because the full season comes out July 7th. Yeah. That's it's the other thing. not even that far away. Just attached to the end of the, uh, at the end of the trailer. It was like, rip, release date. It's coming. I also want to make a special call out to the fact that that, of that minute and a half trailer, like obviously there's like 30, 40 seconds of footage yep the first 30 seconds it's just a glorious shot of an nes mm-hmm. and a guy blowing his castlevania card because you yep. gotta blow those cards before you stick them in the NES. Oh, exactly it doesn't matter even if it says not to yeah it works it works like it just works it's the thing and you stick him in um, and he sticks it in there and boots it up which is very cool yeah and it has like the menu uh, the, the, the the menu you scroll through has like what well, is like house like, of cards yeah and, and orange and the black, black like with the sort of 8-bit sort of nes filter over it yeah like and it's all like you know the, the whole thing's presented on like a like a vhs yeah. kind of like filter as well it's it's Great, and I think everyone, like all our friendship group who have played Castlevania and watched that trailer, are just like, "Fuck yeah, I am even, in on this." Even people online I've been talking to is like, "How does this look good?" Yeah, it's like, Cas- like sure, it's Castlevania, which is a good series, mm-hmm. but Konami doesn't give two shits about it. No, God no. That series turned thirty this year or yeah. last year, I think, and the most we got was a tweet from Konami Europe. It's like, and that was it. Yay! <laughs> that's, but, that's my other hope. Like this, yes. this getting Castlevania out to the Netflix audience, maybe. Maybe it's a real big maybe. Yep. Maybe Ka- maybe Konami will be like, oh, people care about Castlevania. I guess <laughs> if you look at the timing of this as well, like July seventh, if they've got something that they are planning to talk about at E three, that'd be perfect timing. It's like, cool before new game comes out end of this year, start of next year, or whatever. Get excited! Here comes the Netflix series on July seventh. Like again, I'm not getting my hopes too high. No, it's in the back of my head. It's like. No. What if Konami was making a new 2D Metroidvania for the Switch? Mm. <laughs> See, and, and this is the, that'll come back to a question we have later about about E3 and, and wish lists and things like that. So, um, but yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. I think that's great. That'd be awesome. So again, I'm I'm shocked. Like, even when they announced, it, I was like, yeah, but it's a video game tie-in. It's not going to be great. Never happens. No, 
Netflix, I have faith in. They mostly do good stuff, but... Eh, they know. have some misfires sometimes, but, like, you know, the, the, the hits are more prominent and more... People are more vocal about the, the, the hits of Netflix yes. rather than the, the misses. They usually just let them fall by the wayside. Well, except for Iron Fist, which everyone, Ooh, everyone's been pretty vocal about going, wow, what happened here? That's rough. What went wrong here? That is rough. I love you, Finn Jones. You were great in Game of Thrones, but uh, I'm not crazy about Iron Fist. I'm sorry. No. Uh, all right, Karen. On to our next news story. Uh, this came out. The just, worst kept secret. The worst kept secret in like, so we heard about this like a while ago, like probably Ages like, like it, it was like two months it was, ago. It was, months ago. It, it was longer than that. It was like one of the first things that was like when the oh, switch was before like, the switch was yeah. When the yeah, NX was leaking, it was like yeah, yeah this thing exists. Uh, so yeah, if you weren't aware of that, um, the 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 question, the thing in question was a Mario and Rabbids uh, crossover game. So if you're not familiar with the Rabbids as well, they are a byproduct of the Rayman series um, that sort of surpassed and took over the Rayman series and now Rayman... Poor Rayman. Yeah. Had a rough time. Um, but yeah, so they're basically the minions of the video game world. But they are. Oh, yep. God, they so are. they are the minions Jesus, of the video game world. I hate minions. Um, I've had my ups and downs with the Rabbids. I'm, I think I'm okay with them now. I think I'm ready to... I'm okay with coming back to them now. Um, but this week, in the last week, uh, a whole bunch of... like. Not even meant for the public. It was for like uh, investors and, like, yeah, marketing. and marketing teams and stuff like that. I think it was actually, um, yeah, they had like pitch and concept ideas from from stuff. So obviously, this is a crossover between Ubisoft and Nintendo, which that alone is a big deal. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it sounds from what we've because again, the leaks originally indicated that Nintendo will had basically just gone, all right, Ubisoft, make this, but we're keeping an eye on yeah, you. Yeah, so. Um, but like, uh, it's pretty fully fledged. So uh, there's some promotional, uh, material like pictures and stuff, uh, which show, uh, you know, your typical Mario cast hanging out, having a good time. Uh, but it also has the rabbits dressed as said Mario characters. So um, here's, here's how the marketing material refers to them. Okay. So you've got your four Mario characters. Mm-hmm. You've got Mario, the leader. Yep. Luigi, the eagle eye. Mm. Yoshi. The explosive head. Oh. You've got Princess Peach, the badass princess. Mm. You've got a rabbit dressed as Mario called mm. the Macho Man. <laughs> a rabbit dressed as Luigi called the Unstable. <laughs> a rabbit dressed as Yoshi uh, called the Crazy One. And a rabbit dressed as Peach, which says hashtag sassy, hashtag no filter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's particularly funny because in the promotional picture, it's got uh, the, the Princess Peach Rabbit is uh, actually said taking, taking a selfie, selfie which yeah. is great. Um, is it great? Oh, look, it's... it's. I find this <laughs> to be sort of like popcorn video game, if that makes sense. Like, it's like... I'm probably going to have a... Depending on gameplay, which is going to be the thing. All right, here's the thing. That's it. Because the gameplay... Oh, I can't even use... The genre listed here is Crazy Combat Adventure. Yeah. But we, we, it's basically like turn. It sounds like it's turn-based strategy. Yeah, definitely RPG-ish. Yeah, exactly. So turn-based, and I think the breakdown was said something that like it's supposed to be sixty-five percent battles and then like thirty-five percent exploration. That's like the breakdown of how the game's gonna work. Yeah. So I mean, this could be like a this could be like a fifteen-hour title, like a ten-hour title. So it says story mode is approximately twenty hours long. Oh, there we go. That's they've that's got pretty every, good. They've got all the deets. Yeah. In the, in the unfortunately, they've got oh, all the yeah, deets in his marketing materials. Yeah, which I guess is the the whole thing here. Like I'm I'm pretty 
interested to see where this goes. So one of the other things they have is they've got sort of like, they, they label it a refreshing experience. Okay. I'm just sticking for these marketing things. Now. Right. Because they, the, yeah. they, they, they went on the VG247 one, but the Nintendo World Report hasn't posted. Right. So basically it has a picture of Rabid Peach. Mm. And it says, a conservative universe, no more humor and self-mockery. Okay. Mario, a picture of Mario saying, turtle shelves can do better. Weapons for the first time. And it's Mario with a, his blaster. Yeah. And then we've got Princess Peach saying, a distressed princess, so cliche, self-defense, kick ass with a gun. Which, th- th- this is the thing too. Like, that's that's obviously not going to be stuff that they're going to be using in promotional material because this game is obviously going to be marketed to a more family-oriented oh, yeah, yeah. audience. But This yeah. is obviously was meant for the retailers. Exactly. To go, like, These are things you can use to solve a game. Yeah. You can say, oh, this character's like, yeah, she's like really cool badass, like, you know, a sweet, like, tough princess character. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, it seems pretty stock standard. It seems pretty cliche, but I am interested to see where this goes. This could be, this could be just a fun... A fun game just to chuck in the Switch, play along. I mean, imagine if it had like some sort of co-op as well. Like play it, with it, the... it has two-player co-op. Exactly. So, um, Local co-op though, not, not online. Yeah. That's fine. That's still cool. They're, 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 they're really hammering home that local co-op stuff as well. But um, So apparently the game is uh, expected to be released in uh, August or September. There's a timeline, Joel. Here we go. So the timeline is as such. June. <laughs> if you're wondering why I've stalled, it's because June says, surprise at announcement. Reveal. Plus first hands-on. Yes, yeah, sorry, guys. Mm, that's not happening. That surprise... I mean, people also were su- weren't even surprised at the announcement because we kind of heard... Rumored was... for ages. Yeah. So um, that's not a good start. When it says hands-on there, do you think that might mean there's a demo that'll go live during the direct? I mean, maybe. At least there'll be hands-on on the show floor. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. A Shadow but Drop demo would be a good idea, I think, at this point. I think so. I think this game is to get into as many know. people's hands as possible so they can go, this is what this game is about. Yeah, I don't know if it's too late now because I think, honestly, the way this has happened has really screwed them up. Yeah. Like, looking at all the wording in here, you can tell this was meant for the, the marketing team yep. like, and retailers and stuff to sell the game mm-hmm. because they're going to have a certain message when they present it themselves. Yeah. And, like, now we have this message that we that's going to be sold to us and then they're going to come out and be like, yeah, wow, okay. So you guys know. Hopefully Ubisoft play it pretty smart. So here's the thing. I was watching the Easy Allies podcast this week and they had a really good idea. And I think if they were to go with this, I think that could be the way to do it. Brandon Jones from Easy Allies basically just said they need to own this. They need to come out and do. own it. They don't need to come out and pretend to go, oh, what league, guys? Like that's. But the they've way- done in the past. I think they did it. Back when Syndicate was leaking for Assassin's Creed. Because I had that reveal video after the disaster of Unity. Oh, yeah. And when they were talking about Syndicate, I think they mentioned the leaks. Yeah. And there's been a few companies that have done it. Like, I mean, the the Street Fighter V stuff has been... Um, with like characters and stuff that was like yes. from a couple of years ago when he was on stage for and he's like well I guess you've already found out about that <laughs> but we've got something else for you like if you own it the, the, you're gonna get you're gonna get that audience on side um, yeah. but I think that the way that the guys from Easy Allies pro- um, proposed it was to come out and pretend that the rabbits leaked it Oh. That it was part of their plan. I hate the rabbits, but I guess that that could work for it them. Would, it, that'd be great. I, I honestly, if they did that, I would be like, "Well done, you've you've owned this, and all right, now I'm ready to listen to you properly." So, I don't know who knows. The rest of the timeline, though, Joel. Yes, Karen. It includes July, mm-hmm. which is where we get our previews. Also, convince media slash gamers, I guess, to care about the game. Yep. I feel like that shouldn't be on your. 
your timeline. No. You shouldn't really have to do much conventioning unless they already know there's an uphill battle ahead of them. Yeah, well. I guess maybe. Then August is Go Big for Launch. And that's that Games yeah. Common Reviews. So I guess that puts it around August, September, September. sort of. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm I'm I am morbidly curious about this title. If, and if the gameplay is good, yeah. I'm a sucker for RPGs. Mm. Um especially if it's got like a turn based strategy sort of like focus. Yep. Uh it's just I do not like rabbits. Yep. Understandably so. I get I get why people don't like them. It's totally fine. I do wish they just stuck the Rayman characters in there. Like Mario plus Rayman would have been fine. Yeah, that's true. I think the name that, that still carries enough recognition. Um Yeah. And even then if you had like Mario Cross Rayman and had like one of the characters as a rabbit. Yeah, you could have a rabbit you then. Just have one there. But, but it's it, like it just feels sort of lazy having having like the four Mario characters and then the four rabbits dressed as the Mario characters. Yeah, it seems pretty lazy. Um, um The other thing that's funny to think about is like this probably wouldn't have leaked. If it wasn't... Like, this is Ubisoft, really. Yeah. Ubisoft can't plug their leaks. Nope. They're leaking everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Things are coming out left, right, and center for Assassin's them. Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, now this, like... Yep. So, um, I do wonder, like, is this being revealed at Ubisoft's presser, or will it be at Nintendo's Direct first? Like, if it's at Nintendo's Direct first, they probably won't be happy this has happened. No, God, no. Because then they're going to have to go through an entire conference, ignoring the fact that it exists. Which, yeah, that's rough. So I don't know what's going to happen. Somebody, like, maybe it was meant to be shown at Ubisoft first, maybe. But I don't know. Like, I, I think if it wasn't, it's going to be now. I think it will be. I think it has to be Somewhere now. in there. I think it has to. Do you think it might be the Just Dance of this year? They might just come out with it. I mean, maybe, maybe like, have it then and get Shiggy out there. and Yep. Just be like, hey. It would feel weird. Please I, be excited. I'm just... Like a Nintendo Switch game not being revealed at the, in the Switch Direct would feel weird. That's true, but it wouldn't be a bad thing. I yeah. think it would be okay to see the Switch games being revealed outside of it if they're third party. And I think, I think in this situation, I think that's the only way that they can do it because, yeah, like like I said, they're going to have to go through an entire, sometimes two hour conference, which is Ubisoft are known for, uh, just going. La, 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 like, la, 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 doesn't exist, especially because their conferences are typically full of bits anyway. Exactly. So I think you know. I think it'll it'll be there, but yeah, they just need it, to it must own suck. It. It they must do suck. just need to own it though. Come out and just be like, yeah, it leaked. It leaked. Make some jo- make make some joke about it, even if it's a little cringy. Like at least then you're just going, all right. These are people like they're pretty pissed off about what's happened. Like I'm on your side now. I'm ready to listen to you because I I I, I feel sympathy for you. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's just it's this game has had such an, an interesting lead up to to this point. Really has when it, it should have been like a, it should have been a fucking big deal. Like because this is Ubisoft partnering up with Nintendo for this a, is a, like Nintendo going yes you can use Mario in your game. That's a big deal. Like that's a, a game that big, you're making exactly. Like, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, but you're making the game. Yeah, Nintendo aren't very hands on with this. It's like you know we're just gonna oversee it, check in, and go yeah, it looks like it's going all well. Um, but yes, but that Ubisoft train keeps on rolling, Kyron. Yes, this time of their own, I guess technically of their on their own accord because yeah, they 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 released this themselves. So I, I we knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, absolutely, we knew it was coming. Um, but this week we got well. First of all, this week we got four. I think it was little teaser, thirty second teasers for Far Cry Five. Um, so that first we got that we got. Five, uh, four little um, teasers. Little live action things, yeah. But little, which were the, 
for what the rumor was speaking about, but we're live action up in exactly Montana. in Montana because at the end of each <laughs> teaser it said "Welcome to Hope County, Montana." So everyone was like, "All oh, right, cool." There That's we what go. They were working on. Um, but the four things, if you haven't seen them, uh, one involves like uh, it's like a nice picturesque shot of like a like rolling hills and stuff, and then uh, a blood curdling scream and a whole bunch of like CG crows flying away, uh, and then the "Welcome to Hope County" sign or logo. Uh, then we had uh, uh, like a nice river, like panning down like a river and like mountains in the background. And then I didn't see it, but apparently body floating down the river, lovely, uh, lovely. face down in the river and then Hope County sign. Uh, the other one was uh, a man running through a, like a, a cornfield, I guess you'd say, like like wheat field, like a big like farming field, basically. You would see in one of those sort of like country towns in, in that uh, area of America. Uh, running full pelt through it, like it's like it's like a wide shot. You just see him run into frame, and as he gets about three quarters of the way across the screen, a gunshot rings out, and he's dead. Um, and then the last one, which I think is the most terrifying and horrific one, is like a shot of a church, and then as it pans, it's like a drone shot that pans in and then like goes up past the church. And you can you can hear the the chiming of a the, the ringing bell. of a bell. And as you as, as you get closer to it, you can see someone's ringing the bell. And as you get a little bit closer than that, you can see it's another person. It's a him holding up another person's head and slamming it into the bell. I mean, that'll, make, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Pretty grotesque. Um, really nailing that tone of like insanity and 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 fear and and craziness that Far Cry is known for. Well, um, recently it's been the main thing. line, Far Cry as well. I mean, yeah, from like three onwards. Yeah, it wasn't um, wasn't for like one and two. One and two were pretty. Oh, yeah, two was two was the story of fuck. I hate malaria. Yeah, yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. it's, it's the malaria game. Um, but then we got our first. Oh, we got to look at the box art, which I think looks great. But the Far Cry from three onwards, the Far Cry box arts are always really interesting to look at, um, for better or worse. But I think the Far Cry three box art is very impressive. I don't even remember it because I bought it digitally. It's um, it's Vas sitting oh, on the beach, like squatting down, and there's like a knife in the See, sand. And I then... like that box art because you can go find that head in the sand. Yeah, exactly. It's in the game, yeah. it's awesome. I really like that. Um, so that's that's cool. It's like, a trophy as well. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. Um, but the one for this one, uh, we sort of looked at our, I guess, the antagonist from the the the, the current iteration, which looks to be like some sort of cult leader. So basically, yeah, it seems it's putting you against the father, Joseph Seed. Yeah. Who has spent the last dozen years sinking deep roots into the fictional Hope, Hope County, establishing a cult called the Project at Eden's Gate. Yes. So, you know, Bible-thumping madmen, heavy, heavily on militia sort of dealio, which is interesting. Yeah. It's certainly ruffled some feathers so far. And the far. fact that it's set, it's, I guess it's modern day. Like, it doesn't have it, a real time frame, but yeah. it looks like... There are, like, modern trucks and, and cars and, and yeah, vehicles and things like that. like, pretty modern for, like, that area of America. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is also the other interesting thing. Like, it's set in America. It's set in America. And, like, I don't know if you've been following anything on the news lately. No. Shit's not going well in the world well, in general. But this looks to be addressing, like, a lot of... Because uh, then we, we got our first look at our first actual trailer, which... um. I think it's fucking awesome. Um, it's basically like a, the, the you find it eventually it is like the pastor or the the, the, the priest leader of the cult um, delivering, I guess, a sermon um, while you're seeing like all this sort of things that are happening and ramping up more and more crazy as the as it goes on. And eventually it kicks into that uh, 
This land is my land. This land is your land. Just now stuck in my head. Yeah. It's it, like that very sort of like, it's kind of like got that kind of brainwashy cult feel to it as well. Um, and it sort of builds up in speed and explosions and planes and lots of things going on. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very interested in this game, Kyron. Yeah. So I, I'm interested in the setting and yep. like the narrative they could be telling, especially yep. when they, they've announced that it's like create a character. Yep. So there's no no set protagonist. You basically create your own character, gender, mm-hmm. I assume race and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Very cool. Very it's excited to do that. Great. Can make myself a badass female. Yep. It's gonna kill our dudes. Yep. That's my Take plan, a, basically. It's gonna be a lot of like crazy fucking churchy cult dudes. Like Bubble Thumpers. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um But the part of me that kind of goes stands back and sort of crosses my arm a bit and goes, oh, no, yep. no, it was a guy who remembers playing Far Cry Four. After already putting an insane... Like, Far Cry 3, I loved. Far Cry 3 is a fucking top Far Cry top 3, game. I really, really enjoyed. It's I an excellent played game. Played that game to death, got the platinum. Don't regret a second of it. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 4, got maybe a quarter of the way through and was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yep. Yeah, it's, I'm done. It's more of the same, which sometimes can work, but in Far Cry's case, it just didn't. It didn't. I don't think that the locations felt different enough. I know even one was in the mountains, one was on an island, but they just felt similar. I was still doing the same things. Yeah. And, and it was, yeah, it was like okay, there's... and that's a fear that sort of permeates into Far Cry Five for me. I never played Primal. I yeah. skipped Primal. Uh, apparently, like it was just a fun game. Like yeah, there was no real fun. narrative. It was just like, yeah, you're in and the past. So I like I just I just worry because I'm like, I probably will still pick it up. It comes out February 28, 27 next yeah. year, which is sort of sliding in a sort of similar sort of time frame as as uh, Far Cry Primal. Yeah. Um, I just I just worry because I. I know Ubisoft took steps with Watch Dogs 2 to make better open world games, but this is by a Far Cry team. So right. maybe maybe the Watch Dogs team is like, hey guys, maybe do this. But I can't shake that fear that I'm going to be climbing those towers and yeah. taking those outposts again. And But I mean, Horizon proved that you can still make that sort of stuff fun. You can, um, and I hope I they think, do. I, and I think, I, actually, even closer to home, I think Ubisoft made that apparent with Watch Dogs 2. I think that open world was a, a world that I enjoyed running around, finding all the collectibles, getting that platinum. Again, don't regret a second of it. I had such a fun time in that game. So I feel like they've learned how to balance collectibles and uh, like throwing a whole bunch of stuff on a map that you need to go find. I really hope so. Yeah. Because I, I enjoyed the story of Watch Dogs 2. It was, it was cheesy. It was fun. And if this is... I don't, you know, I don't say cheesy for this, but like if, they, if they can nail the tone of this, this what seems to be their, the story they're trying to tell... Like, this could be something pretty spectacular. Like, something we haven't really seen in a game, like a AAA game for a while. Like, mm. some dealing with some pretty hot-button issues that are... That are well, especially, yeah. Like, all I've got to do sort of at the moment is go onto the internet and just sort of Google, like, Far Cry 5 Controversy and you'll find plenty. Yeah. Because, of course, it's there. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that it's there, given, given the, the state of what gaming has become specifically yeah. shooters yep and who we are usually shooting mm-hmm. so that's it's been interesting watching that on furl because now they some people want more diversity in games which is interesting mm, right okay interesting but yeah, um funny that uh that's that's mainly like the the story stuff is what i really like that's what i hope Ubisoft yeah gets right yeah. i hope they do it justice because i really do it as, as well but uh apparently there's uh 
uh, on the Kotaku article, there was they had an event in a, a press event in New York for it, which they're going to be hush hush about. Exactly. So, so they're going to we're going to find it all out of these three. So they went through the opening events of the game on on one condition that they wouldn't report it. <laughs> so I uh, yeah, I, I assume that's what we're going to see. Secrecy, unless it leaks first. Yeah, well, it could still leak. There's still two. We've weeks. got two weeks. You know, it could happen. We joke, but. I wouldn't be surprised Aww. if I opened NeoGAF and hit refresh and it's like, hey, here's Far Cry 5 opening details. Um, the other important thing is, though, Karen, the entire campaign of this of Far Cry 5 is playable co-op. See, that, that's more likely to get me in. Mm-hmm. I do like a good co-op game. Yep. I, I Look, fucking, we could boot up Far Cry 5 and bust that story together. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. Sure, we are not doing a story. We are going to get distracted. Yeah. Just like any time we play a co-op game. Like GTA 5. Every GTA time we play 5. it on GTA Online. Like, let's do, let's, okay guys, let's go do a mission. Five seconds later, I'm running away from my car. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like fucking like trying to run it and like do like jumps over the top of it. Yeah. Presumably this will like, especially in Far Cry games, I can see it being just distracting because wildlife, man. Yep. I'm going to yep. be trying to get wildlife to kill you all the time. I didn't even think about that. I wonder what, what, what I don't kind of wildlife were you finding there. I have the, uh, no idea. In Montana? In Montana? I'd have to Google it, man. <laughs> um, another really cool thing as well is that there's there's planes in this one, like actual planes. Um, in fact, there was three little vignettes that got released after the trailer as well um, that sort of went into detail about three characters, I guess, you're going to be encountering in the game that seem to have a bit of a beef with the uh, the... What's the name of the cult again? Joseph's... Oh, the, the, cult, the cult. Yeah, it Project is. at Eden's Gate. Project at Eden's Gate. So they have a problem with those guys. Um, one of them's like a, a woman who runs a bar, and as she's saying her piece about her family basically getting like taken by this cult, um, you see it looks like she's like cleaning glass. It's actually quite cool. I like the fact that it looks like they're just doing menial tasks in their setting. Um, the music's kind of like, you know, just like nice, happy country music. And then as it goes on, you can see it like looks like she's cleaning a glass, but then you realize that she's actually making Molotov cocktails out of the stock that's, you know, um, that tune that plays a of all those videos as well has been stuck on my head recently. Yep. yep. Um, so it's like, like, it's a good little beat. I yeah. Like and so, uh, you know, and then it pans out like behind the counter and she's got a lot of weapons, lots of guns. Um, then there's another one with, uh, a pasta, like a black pasta who's like, Basically goes on and says, if I can't be the shepherd, then I must be the, the the wolf, I think he says, is the quote that he says in it, which is fucking cool. It was like some preacher shit. Yeah, I got, I got preacher vibes out of that one. Yeah, and I like, was like, panning on, yes. on, that, on that church, I was like, mm-hmm. and it made me go, oh, I really miss preacher. Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, we've got a new season coming soon. Yeah, we do. It's going to be good. Um, I hope so. Uh, so yeah, there's that one. Um, and then eventually, yeah, he brings out two shotguns and straps them to his back. It's, it's so over the top, but... I feel like it's if they can get that balance right, it's going to be really good. But the last one is uh like a he's like a pilot. He flies like a, a crop duster plane, um, and he's talking about his son. Like when he went, his son grow, he's about to be a father, and like he's when his son grows up, he hopes he hopes it's a son, and uh, he hopes that he wants to fly because he's like his family flew in the wars and they were forced to fly, so he wants his son to do it because it's something that he can do to be free basically. But as he's going on, I have to take he starts talking about the cult. I really need to take them down. And he straps a minigun to the front of the plane. So that's another thing as well that you can do in this game. There are aerial dogfights, apparently. Exciting. If the flying is good, that's exciting. Fuck yeah. Like, I really hope this game is good. I really do. Um, At at the moment, I'm looking to... Oh, God. So, guys, like I said, you can... In these other Kotaku articles, like, you can fly planes and get in dogfights. You can also drive, according to the game's press release iconic uh, American muscle cars 
ATVs and boats and big rigs. Big rigs, huh? Yeah, big rigs. So, um, this looks good. And, like, visually, from what I can see, like, I, I'm assuming most of that gameplay stuff that's in that trailer is running in engine, obviously. Well, it sounds um, like the press store gameplay as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, look, it looks damn fine. Like, it looks good. So, um, actually, I just, I've been scanning the, the article from Kotaku, and Dan Hayes had some, some choice quotes okay. to say about the game itself. Dan Hay is the executive producer on Far Cry 3 and 4, and he's the creative director on this one. Mm-hmm. So as a couple of it Kotaku posted, which I'm going to try and... I just scrolled past, I'm going to try and pick it back out. So on the topic of, uh, of like the religion stuff, he says, in terms of religion, I think what the cult is, is when you think about things and groups that are out there in the world today, a lot of times you're seeing somebody who has hijacked religion, which is interesting. That's... And cool. there was another that one. Is so cool. Another one down further because obviously everyone's thinking of Trump, right? So basically, in the response to that, he said that it's like he's no, they're not saying Trump. No, he said that in his words, I began to get the sense that America was ready for a far cry, and in a year and a half, a lot has happened. All I can tell, all I can tell you is that what started out looking good, when I get up in the morning and read the news and I turn on the television and I hear what is happening across the globe. And I hear what is happening in America, and I hear some of the different things that are going on. I absolutely get that feeling. For 25 years, I haven't had that that, that feeling like I did when it was the Soviets versus the US in the Cold War. Fuck. And all I know is that in the last year and a half, I got that feeling back like we're riding a wave and something is going to happen. Like there's going to be a calamity and going to be a collapse. So... Some pretty heavy shit. I want them. I want them to yeah get this right. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I I I really have faith in them to do this. I really do. I mean, we'll probably get. We'll see in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll see a bit more about it. We'll judge see a little more. And we'll see. know a little bit more about Joseph and his and his heralds. His gang. Yeah, because he, he's yeah he calls his um, siblings his heralds. Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was another thing I read in there as well. Um, yeah. So this is pretty crazy. And the other thing that I wanted to mention briefly as well that. The day that that press event happened and that everything came out was the day that that uh, that uh, Senate representative um, got charged with assault. Oh. Guess where he was from? He's from Montana. Small world. So uh, Ubisoft were a little bit like, well, we didn't plan <laughs> this, but... Ooh. Good for us, I guess. <laughs> this is pretty good press. Oh, boy. Um, if you want to look at it like that, I mean... It's pretty good press, unfortunately. It's press, that's for sure. It, it is certainly press. There's certainly press there. Um, but well, I guess we'll see it in two weeks. I, sh- I still think that Assassin's Creed will open their press, but their press conference, especially now we've seen Far Cry Five and we haven't seen Assassin's Creed. Well, that makes me believe that they might finish with it. I don't know, man. Because then, like, I still, I still like that idea. As as Ubisoft, just Assassin's Creed has been gone for a year. Just like, opening, like, so cold, just cold open on just gameplay. Mm, I, I just, I want, I'd like that, but a cold open on on trailer. I reckon. Okay, we'll see. Yep, we'll see what happens. Two weeks, yeah, or at least a cutscene, like not straight into gameplay. Maybe like just see a cutscene, like introducing someone, like you're like, oh, who's this guy? What's his do- What's his deal? What's he doing? <gasps> he's re- he's assassinating a a crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up again, but it's too funny. Like assassinate the crocodile. Assassinate that crocodile, man. Man, if I see that. Gonna fucking lose my mind. Go assassinate the crocodile. Go assassinate the crocodile. But yeah, like you said, we'll find it soon. Two weeks. Karen. Yes. You brought this next thing to my attention and just before we started. And we, we dumped out the Red Dead delay. We did. Okay, so yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed. 
into next year. No surprises. Nobody's surprised. If anyone thought it was still coming in September, I'm sorry, but yeah. you don't know Rockstar very well. Nobody's surprised. Everyone's okay with it because Rockstar basically came out and just went, yeah, we need more time to make the game better. And everyone's like, do it. Yeah, like, yeah, we have we faith have, in yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. We, if you guys say you need the time, take it. Yeah, like we understand. Like we played Red Dead. We played GTA Five. We get it. Like we, we understand. We know what you're capable of. We understand. We, we, we understand what you're doing here. Um, but Karen, yeah, Karen brought to my attention uh, after this popped up on NeoGAF uh, about a new Nintendo Switch game from a brand new studio um, that basically just joined Twitter. And I had never heard of them. And like their first tweet was yesterday ahead of this announcement. So. Yeah. So this is, which they basically said, please be excited for what's coming, which is great. Um, yeah. This, the, the game in question is called Golf Story, Karen. And Golf Story... I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the the like the rundown basically. That's all. It's on the uh, golfstorygame.com. There's a trailer accompanying it as well. There is a trailer and a few screenshots as well. Um, trailer's about a minute long, and I'm sold on this game already, Karen. I am so fucking sold. So the game, Sidebar Games, which is the new uh, the new studio, Sidebar Games is excited to announce Golf Story for Nintendo Switch. Play the story of a golfer forced to give up all that he holds dear for one final shot at accomplishing his dream. But all is not so simple in the world of golf. To best today's players, you have to be able to keep up with them, not just on the course, but also off it. Here are some of the things you can do in the game. Tee up anywhere. You'll be surprised by how many problems can be solved by hitting a golf ball at them. Explore eight unique environments, each with their own courses, towns, people, and secrets. Play through a dramatic story with a diverse cast of characters. Upgrade your golfer by completing challenges, solving puzzles, and buying new equipment. Round out your skill set with long driver tournaments, disc golf, mini golf, and Wii links. Then go beyond golf with extra challenges like races, mowing, drone flights, and geocaching. Golf Story releases this summer. Stay tuned for details. So, Kyron, up. This summer is our winter, obviously, so it should yeah. be out between June and August. So it's not even that far, presumably. Fingers crossed, because I need this game like yesterday. Like, seriously. <laughs> Holy fuck! This this game is made for me because I I like I like golf games, especially arcadey golf games. Um, and this like it's all top down. It looks like Stardew Valley golf. So that's the thing for me. Like I'm not crazy about golf games like you are. Yeah, but I am crazy about gorgeous sprite art. Mm-hmm. And again, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon type RPG elements, yep. and it sounds like this will be that, but just has golf as well. Yep. So I'm. I'm in. And it's got, like, yeah, these RPG elements of, like, upgrading gear. And I'm assuming upgrading skills and as well, maybe. It, and, like, I presume making friends and all that, like, in Exactly. Oh, my God. Current, and, like, this... the, the screenshots show a couple of different environments as well. Like, yeah. So it looks like there's, like, typical sort of greeny courses. There's one that looks like, like there's a mountain area. Yep. A beach, a snow field, and I guess, <sighs> what was it? A desert or something? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm overcome, Kyron, with just joy at this game. I, it's the game I never knew I wanted, but I, I felt like I, I actually had a thought the other day. I was like, man, because I, I was playing Everybody's Golf on Vita, which I play a lot of every now and then. I just dip back into because it it's no. a good, like, mindless... <laughs> I know, right? It's just a good, mindless game that I like to play and get frustrated at because I'm really bad at it. But um, I was like, man, I wish I had, like, a like a story-driven golf game. And in my head, I'm like, that sounds stupid. I am so... on. It, please go and watch the trailer, everyone. It It's good. Uh, if it vaguely interests you just from what I read... The trailer will sell it to you 100%. It sort of reminds me of uh, Mario Golf from the Game Boy Color. Yeah. It was sort of like, it had like, not a not a super in-depth RPG mechanic, but there was definitely some RPG stuff in the story mode about Mario Golf game in particular. I'm just, 
It looks good. It looks really good. Um, I'm so that's, excited. That's all we know about it so far. Um, like, I'm sure I, you'll hear me talk about it in future episodes when that game comes out. I mean, when it comes out, we'll both be playing. Oh yeah, say. yeah. Oh man, they had like multiplayer as well. Oh, Karen, I want it get, so okay. badly. Reel it back in. We don't know. We don't know much oh. else besides the trailer. But okay. yeah, winter, like that presumably means June to August. So yep. yeah, should be pretty close, maybe. I'm excited and I really, really can't wait to see more. <laughs> so we'll see more soon, hopefully. Maybe through, who knows? Fingers crossed, maybe. They might have, they, they, have like a, a Nindy's like sizzle reel sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they will in well, the directs. I only saw Switch listed as a platform for this. Yeah, I think they said on Twitter that they're working, that like if it's popular enough they might look at it down the track that's but cool they're, they're focusing just on this at the moment so yeah maybe, maybe nintendo might lend them a helping hand maybe Fuck yes yes um but yeah i just wanted to bring it up because i was very i like i got way too excited <laughs> about that game yeah i witnessed it i was mm. i was sitting right yep. next to you i saw your excitement mm. yep you were keen oh boy. which is fine it looks it looks good oh boy uh as soon as like, like it started the trailer started and i knew it was like top down sprite art like stardew valley i was like oh god it's happening <laughs> Um, cool. It's happening again. It is happening again. But I think that brings us to the end of our news for the week. Yes. I mean, there's lots of other stuff going on, but that's the stuff that we found interesting. That's the thing you'll notice with us. We just pick stuff that we think's interesting and we know stuff about. And yeah, sorry. Sorry, Red Dead Delay. Yeah, like Red Dead. <laughs> well, there really wasn't much to talk about there, but to be fair, I guess there wasn't much to talk about. There was that ultra detail shot of the guns, Joel. That ultra detailed shot of the guns looks very impressive. But it wasn't as cool as Golf Story. Fucking Golf Story! <laughs> Fucking Golf Story! Golf Story is closer and more tangible. Ooh, and it only got announced like yesterday. Yeah, like, the tr- like that's the other thing that caught me by surprise. Which, I, well, should we lead off with that question then? Because that leads into our question about uh, from from one of our good friends. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, or would you like to go in? No, we'll, we'll do that one first. All right. So we're going to go into some questions now with our good friend Sean, as always, just back, I think, from England. Yeah, uh, from he's uh, back from uh, the Europe. wonderful overseas. Yeah, um, and just managed to squeeze this in. We were about to start recording, <laughs> and I got a notification on our post saying that yeah, with a question from Sean. It was minutes was, before we started. Yeah, him. it was great. So I was like, all right, awesome. But Sean says to us, "What is preferable to you?" Uh, a game being hyped and advertised months before its release so as to build excitement, or a fully completed game coming out of nowhere and suddenly entering your life? Golf Story. That's the answer for that question. Golf Story. Counterpoint. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Counterpoint. Uh, The excitement we both experienced in the lead-up to both The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's true. And Persona 5. Yeah. The agonizing wait. The agonizing wait for Persona 5, but like... It made me want it so much more. That's true. Yeah. And then when we when we finally got it, I was just like, I guess I was putting my PlayStation to play it. I don't yep. know. I, but it's here. It's here. It's, it's I, happening. It's a disc. It's it's in my hands. See, I had mine. I had to like I got my copy, handed it off to my wife, and then traveled to Bendigo to record a podcast. So, um, yeah. But I, like, here's the thing. I like both ways. Like, yeah. I think I will. There are pluses to both. I will never forget the really still to this day one of the most surprising things about TGS. Mm-hmm. Sony was doing their press conference. They showed that weird night vision reaction video, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? But anyway, demo's available. Go play it now. PT. And it was PT, man. Yeah. Like, that was that's, to this day, one of the best, like, things that got me most excited from, like, yeah, nowhere. Absolutely. And then, that's a really and good then, example. And then the heartbreak that followed. But we still had PT. I still have PT over there. I can exactly. boot it up and play it and weep into my pillow. It still kind of <laughs> exists. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like the, the shadow drops for, like, uh, little indie games like that. Like I like. I think it the, works for small stuff like that. Yeah, which is cool because like you go, here's this cool trailer, and I was like, that looks really interesting. Oh, when's that? Now, 
now I can play it. All right, here's my money. Like it's a good, it's that knee jerk reaction of when you see something cool that you think looks awesome. You go, I want to buy it. That's and if thing. it's available to you straight away, you can be like, I can buy it. Here's my money. Those of the, those of the times it works. Like, cause I, I, if I see a very cool trailer or something, I will often impulse buy it if it's available now. Mm-hmm. And you generally see the, generally see the publishers doing it with like low risk stuff. Like so yeah. indie games, demos, Capcom did it with, um, Marvelous Capcom 3 when it got yeah. released on PS4 and that. And things like, like, I think so, like you said, the indie games as well, I think like, for them, it's like good exposure for them because it's a game that no one knows anything about. Now they know about it. Now they can play it. And I'll probably buy it immediately. Exactly. Like, that's cool. It's like, oh, this is a sweet RPG golf game that has lots of... I'm going to buy it. If that game was available now, I would. I we wouldn't be recording. I'd be playing golf, sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's, not, that's a lie. I'd fight you. <laughs> I, 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 I would take your Switch away from you. I me. enjoy our conversations and our podcast way too much, Kyron. Unfortunately, like if you were playing on Switch, I guess you could play while we were recording. I'd just be mad at you the entire time. Oh yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah, fucking golf story." Um, but like on the other hand, like as cool as it is, I, I do still sort of enjoy that, just that excitement as you get closer. Yeah, like, I think man, yeah. ca- counting down to both Zelda and and the Switch and Persona Five. Yeah, this was, pretty, was cool. pretty cool. Yeah, sometimes I just open my phone and like look at a gift from Persona Five and go. A month. Uh, yep. <laughs> so close. Really. I'd, I'd watch like oh. the intro video on loop like yeah. four times. I go, okay, I'm okay. Play that song. Oh, that's satisfied. <laughs> I'm satisfied now. I can wait another like three days before I have to do that again. Yeah. Um, I just like, I like the, I think the with, build up and excitement. Yeah. I think with tri- like big name AAA games, I think that's a, that's yeah, a, that's I the think, thing. Like it works better low risk for the smaller stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, for the big stuff. And even then, like I do prefer, if you're going to be getting me hyped, like don't let me go on too long. No. No, exactly. As much, as much as I love Persona 5 and Zelda and I love that excitement, Zelda gets a bit off the hook because like, it was only revealed as Breath of the Wild last year. Exactly. So, so it only had about six, seven months of like actual dragging me along. Persona 5, love it to death, but five years of me going, soon, Yeah. one I, day. I can't even imagine Delay, that. delay, I had, delay. I had like maybe oh. two and a half, three years. Yeah. And, um, um, hmm. So you're like, if, if they can keep it to like a year, maybe max, mm-hmm. like... Then heck yeah, I love that that, oh, great. that excitement that builds up for that one year. But longer than that, it starts to it starts to make me go, yeah. But can I just have it now? Yeah, <laughs> or create like that air of mystery around it, like like with Red Dead Two. We got that trailer started this year. They're like Red Dead Two. Was that this year? Or was it yeah. last year? It was the same day as the Switch reveal. It was the exact the same, same day as the Switch reveal of a reveal video. The reveal conference. It was the same day as that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh, I'm being fact-checked. <laughs> I'm just... Here comes the prove-it ticket. I'm just Googling. October 20... I got to October 20, 2016. Ah, oh, so it was the, oh, it was the, the Switch video then. It was the Switch reveal video. It was the video same... Yeah, with I Mario the, peeking behind the curtain. That's... Oh, God, I love that. It's so fucking creepy. <laughs> the memes. Um, oh, so many. But yeah, so, you know, we had that end of last year, like, trailer came out. We're like, shit, yeah, Red Dead 2 exists. That's great. Then... Nothing. So that's the thing. That's the other way of doing it. Like, if it's going to be a longer wait, which for Rockstar, we've kind of known that Red Dead was coming next. Yeah. But they didn't say anything. No. I mean, they did say something, and I'm like, cool, trailer. Couple of screens. Yeah. They. I feel like they may have dropped the ball by maybe putting that September or that... that they shouldn't have said fall. They shouldn't have said fall. They I mean, absolutely... They no shouldn't have said one... coming coming soon. Coming coming 2017 would have been fine. Yeah, 2017. Because oh, no, first if, of all, no one expected it in the first half. I think the more vague you are until you know when you're like, okay... 
It's, so that, the right. finish line is in sight. I can see that. That's the thing I do like about Nintendo. Mm. Typically, what Nintendo does with their games is it's coming soon. Then it'll be coming a year. Yep. And they, they just basically narrow down that window they as go, they like, get closer. Holiday season. All right, cool. Then... Holiday. All right, November. Uh, all right, November 20th. Yeah. November 20th at 9am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... I, I kind of like that way. But I, for Red Dead, like, I do appreciate that Rockstar's goes trailer, pictures, see you guys, question mark date. Yeah. Yep. And we had no idea. And like, the first we've heard from him is this week, and they put out a couple of screens and went, it's delayed. Yep. <laughs> I was like, till oh, when? All right, Ro- all right, Rockstar. And we're like, till when? And it's like, not March. <laughs> not March 2018. Yeah. After all, all, then. All right. Like, yeah. I think it's something to do with like, there was something to do with that from April 1st onwards, I think that was the Yeah, that, but there was, the there was a window where they put it now. It's kind of like, like all right, all right cool. I guess. And they were basically like, yeah, we're really sorry. Like, uh, we just need a little bit more time. Everyone's like, cool. Cool. Take your time, That's Rockstar. That's totally fine. But like, I just don't, I feel like maybe we're just more forgiving of Rockstar because they're the guys that are too cool to do anything. Yep. And I think so they go trailer. See you guys later. I think it's also cool too. Delay. I, we're done. I think everyone who works in the industry, like uh, like us to an extent, like makes some sort of content to do if with you video know, games. If you know about video games, I, like breathe the huge sigh of relief. You're like, oh god, don't have to worry about Red Dead Two this year at the end of the year for games lists. Like, yeah, I feel bad. Thank God. I can. I see people getting annoyed. That people are kind of wiping the sweat from their brow, going, "Phew, Red Dead's no longer in the running for game of the year." Dodge the bullet. Um, for, for me, it also was just like, "Phew, I don't have another huge open world game to worry about." Yeah, playing. exactly. Because they're stacking up. I still haven't played Horizon. Near Automata's yeah. there, and it's a, it's a big time. God thing. knows what E3 is going to have. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, so I'll, I like both. I just think it works better for the smaller, smaller things. Yeah, demos. I agree. Maybe remasters and indie stuff for, yeah. for shadow drops. Stuff that you know, like yeah, like like you said, low risk. I think is anyway, good yeah. When it's like, or demos as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like, demos for a triple A thing. That's like a good happy medium. It's like, look at this sweet triple A game. There's a demo available today. Whoa! Evil Seven. Yeah, like playing it tonight. <laughs> yeah, playing it tonight. Um, yeah. So thank you, Sean. Triple A is like try to keep it to a year. Yeah, keep it to a year. Don't don't tease, don't tease me too long. That's just out. mean. And don't, just mean. don't put a date on it until you have a date. <laughs> just narrow it down as you go. Yeah, exactly. I Choose a window and just like close that window as you get closer. Good times, good times. Thank you for listening, all developers of video games. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It's free advice for you. Yeah, you can have that one on us. Just give us a copy of Golf Story early, please. Golf <laughs> Story. So, it's, it doesn't affect sidebar games, Hashtag man. Golf Story. Sidebar seems like they're indie. Sidebar, you know what? I'm actually going to start, I'm going to start reaching out to Sidebar. I'm going to see if I can get a good rapport going with them because I think their game looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. I love I love, I love good yeah. sprite art and anyway, that game seems to have it. It looks great. Uh, thanks, Sean. As always, he, uh, and yeah, if you don't know, Sean is an amazing artist. Um, he has some amazing stuff when he's been overseas. Oh yeah, he's been doing some really great drawings. He does a drawing a day. Um, he started at the start of this year. Uh, you can follow his Instagram account at Draws. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, um, he did a really cool picture of us, which is really awesome. Um, quite like that. Uh, I, I may have asked him and said, if you got stuck for ideas, I, yeah. I'd love to see you draw Karen and I for the podcast and draw us like one of your yep. French girls, one of your podcast girls, girls? except we're guys. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it's really great. Uh, he also designed all of our graphic design stuff that we have our logo and everything. So he's, Bit of a legend, and he gives us consistent content every week. Good boy. When we when we actually post the question, yeah, we do. Yeah, he, he does get very grumpy when we don't. <laughs> um, cool. So our last two questions, I think we're going to combine together. Yes, sure. 
Um, because they both are dealing with similar things, which is V3. Um, so first of all, Brod, Broderick Cortez, our very, very good friend, you may have heard on uh, previous episodes of the Dialogue Options podcast, also runs his own podcast about TV seasons and watching them one season at a time called Hunting Seasons uh, with his good friend Damask. Um, and it's really great. So you should go and support them 100% if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, even if you don't, go and subscribe to them. Give them some love. They're top, lovely people. Uh, but Broad says to us, what's the worst sin a publisher slash developer can commit during an E3 press conference? And to add on top of that, Lauren from the OK Games podcast and OK Games crew, uh, also go and give them some love. Tell them we sent you because we love them and they're good people. Uh, and Lauren says, anything you hope you don't see at E3? So a lot of like, don't do what Donnie don't does, does and do what, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a really easy answer to this one and it hasn't happened so much recently. Right. But I do remember the days of E3. It was only about probably four or so years ago. This is one of the, the platform holder ones. Right. They'd come out and they'd just be like, hey, look at all these things we sold. Ugh. And, you, and you'd have to... They'd, Again, Nintendo was bad for it during the Wii days. Yeah. I think because that was the main thing they could talk about. It was like, look how awesome we are. Basically, yeah. Yeah, they stand there and they go, cool, look at these numbers. Look how good we're selling. And they you're kind of like, don't, don't do that. I'm I'm not here to see that. They get uh, out there I, and just like figuratively like jack off over each other. Yeah. Like, oh, we're so, the best. I get why they do it. Like E3 yeah. traditionally is a trade show, but like more and more... That's sort of not being the case. Those conferences are, are becoming a big shows. Deal now. They're becoming shows for fans. Exactly. And then I mean, you've got to look at like you know Sony's from last year where oh, they were just man. like <laughs> a, a, orchestra <laughs> lights down, weird orchestra trailer. Oh, it's God of War. Fuck. Oh my god, everyone's yeah. going crazy. Sean Layden comes out and goes, "All right, we got some games. Trailer, trailer, just trailer, back to back trailer," to back to back. and just punched it home so, for like an hour. Yeah. So presumably we won't see any of that this year, but it's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, don't do it. Just yep. don't. Don't do it. Don't talk to me about your sales numbers. Don't talk to me. Do a press release about those. Don't come out and be like, the one for me is like, we at Ubisoft Montreal have been working really hard on Far Cry 5. And we've got something to show for you today. We think you're really going to enjoy it. Fucking everyone says that. We think you're really going to enjoy it. Just show me the thing. I'll tell you if I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it less now because you're trying, <laughs> you're like, you're going to enjoy this. It's It's like slightly smug. Yeah. They're like, like they know what you what we got you want. something pretty cool. We think you're going to enjoy this. It's like fucking just show me then. Let your proof your your work do the the talking. I also that also kind of goes hand in hand with the other one, which is like the exclusive content spiel that you'll get. Yep, and we'll get it this year. We'll get it because it'll happen with Sony yeah. and Destiny. Destiny Two will be like exclusive content for mm-hmm. PlayStation Four users. And we'll find out all about that. Imagine imagine if that. This is something I hope not to see at E3. Imagine, and this is coming from people, we own PlayStation 4s. Imagine if they were like, yeah, there's another there's another raid, but it's it's PS4 exclusive for 12 months. Honestly, I don't think it'll be raid, but I think they'll just keep doing that shitty oh, stuff for strikes. But imagine if they did a raid. Oh, that'd be, they, no. <laughs> they, that, they, they, they would just oh, like, God. shoot themselves in both feet, both arms, and then just one through like, not like the chest, but not through the heart side. Through the other side. Especially after they so coyly had a laugh about one raid like at like, the reveal event. One raid plenty. Like, oh, oh god. It's probably not. But <sighs> so if they did that, that would be dumb. Like, yeah. They would just get 
beset upon. Like, oh, yeah. People would swamp them like ants and yep. pick them apart. Because that would be a bad idea. Yep. I don't see it happening, but I do see the, the exclusive content yeah. coming out, like getting pulled out. It happens every three, and I feel like I've gotten numb to it, but it's still in the back of my head going, this is dumb. Um, Stop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't want to see... I don't want to see bad uh, actors on stage doing really bad reenactments of, uh, or like sometimes just plainly offensive. Like, do you remember the Mortal Kombat, uh, not Mortal Kombat, the Killer Instinct one from the Xbox conference like three or four years ago Ooh. where that guy was basically just ragging on that girl the whole time? Oh, that was bad. And yes. it was just it was awful. Awkward. It was awkward. It was awkward. It was awful to watch. And it just, it was just reinforced like, bad stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you are a dick. Like, yeah, and be you very, giving us a bad name. You've got to be careful of how you do your, 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 yeah. your shows. Which is why I think I think Sony oh, last year, oh. like, nailing it. Just All right. trailer, trailer, trailer. Oh, my God. Another one. Another one that just come to my head just now. Things that I don't want to see these three. All right. If you're showing me a trailer, mm-hmm. yep, please stick to direct feed. And don't you oh. dare, don't you dare zoom all the oh, way out to show the crowd God, as the trailer starts. Because I want to see that whole trailer. I don't want to <laughs> see the crowd watching the trailer on the screen. Uh, Just stay direct feed. The worst I'm is looking like, at you, Xbox. Yeah, the Xbox worst is when they cut it. to like, not even like the audience and then the stage. It's like from the stage back onto the audience. Yeah. Like, You're not even showing me what's on the screen. What are you doing? I want to see the trailer. Just direct feed. Fuck off the, I don't give a shit. I don't give I, a shit what you directed. Like, Mr. Director of the fucking show. I don't care if you've done the Emmys and that's how you get all some shots. I don't Gamers care. Gamers don't give a fuck about that. I don't care if your stage has, like, three screens. Yeah, like... Just show me the direct feed, please. Just, just, just tap it to my veins. Tap it yeah. to my eye holes. Um, yeah. I, I, I also don't want to see No Metroid games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that. That is the greatest that. thing that Nintendo commit. Have No Metroid games. That. Um... Again, just to bring up the Easy Allies podcast, I thought this would be something that I would bring up as well. It's not something that I don't want to see. Again, much like I don't want to see none of this, but um, something I would like to see and I think might, could, like potentially happen and would be a big surprise at EA's conference because they've got really nothing to talk about. Do you think we might get a new Dead Space game, Kyron? Do you think it's been long enough? And do you think we it's potential... See a new Dead Space game. I mean, if it does, it's not from Visceral, because Visceral does Oh, God, no. No. So, I don't know. Like, survival horror as it is has sort of come back mm-hmm. between, like, PT, Amnesia, Outlast, Outlast. all these first-person yep. horror games. Now, it's hit AAA with Resident Evil 7 sort of being, like, going, okay, cool, first-person yep. survival horror. It works. Uh, I would love it if Dead Space came back. But, like, Dead Space 1 and 2 style. Mm, maybe that's what we want like that kind of that kind of uh, atmosphere and and ambience that's what I want I worry because I don't know if they do it like that I feel like it would still be action horror like Dead Space 3 and that's I just fine be, as long no, as it's it ha- not fine it's okay like, Dead Space 3 is garbage <laughs> no no I'm saying like as long as they, they still have those moments in there like from Dead Space 1 and 2 like no, I, no. I like Dead Space 1 and 2 I don't want to compromise them by letting be anything like Dead Space yeah. 3 that's why I don't want to see Dead Space, Dead Space 3, 3. <laughs> yeah. I never want to see Dead Space that's 3 That's how I've answered your question Laura. I don't want to see Dead Space 3 I don't want to see Dead Space 3 ever again And that's just not at E3 Just in general <laughs> in That's general. a general life man. I have it on my shelf over there But I think it's buried by games Because I, I don't want to see it I didn't buy it I downloaded it When it was PlayStation oh, Plus, was Plus And game, we, tried, right. we tried We tried We tried to play it online it's And bad. it was It was bad And like the, the, the servers were garbage 
And I was like, this is a sign that I'm not supposed to play this game. And I fucking love one and two. I have a plasma cutter somewhere. I don't even know where it is anymore. But I have like a, a replica plasma cutter that I got with Dead Space 2. <laughs> and do you know how I got that? You printed out the Xbox version. I did. And I had a PlayStation 3. And then I took out the copy of, from the Xbox, traded it in. Oh, Joel, you were gaming a system. I am. Fucking, that, that'll teach you fucking EA to only release a fucking Microsoft version of that <laughs> special edition. I'll just take this other money from you. He's like, fuck you. Um, and they were like, whatever, you, you still bought that version. <laughs> uh, technically twice. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you got double your money. Um, yeah. I don't want to see, I don't want to see, yeah, bad actors and, and, and coming out telling me about their life story. I don't want to see Palais for I don't, like I don't 20 wanna, minutes honestly, on stage. I don't really want to see celebrities. That's true. Yeah. I'd like, within reason, like ones are like well-known celebrities. Like, I mean, hey, if they're in a game, fine. Yeah, they're in a game or like someone like Aisha Tyler. Like, yeah, I guess doing, she, doing the Ubisoft conference. At this like, point, I don't know if she counts as a celebrity because she's just the host of she, Ubisoft. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, like we expect that from them now. And I'm okay with that because she's great. She's, it's cringeworthy, but I. Ubisoft need a better writer, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> like, I like it, but it's like she makes the best with what she's given. Like no, that, never so. forget the year that Toby Turner hosted it. Yeah. That was, that was the darkest timeline for Ubisoft. That was, yeah. Whew. <laughs> Oh and it wasn't even his fault. He was working the best he could, but the stuff that he had, mm. the material. And that's the thing as well. Like, if, like, obviously, if they're scripted, please make sure the scripts aren't too awkward. Yeah, don't be like. We're asking a lot of E3 right now. We are. And I think, but I, I think after last year, because like. Sony elevated it. Sony Sony kicked it up in the last two years, especially. But like last year, they Granted, former... none, of, none of the games from Sony's thing last year are out, are they? Look, the ones that got announced. Fuck. I don't think so. Well, we haven't had any... But as a show... PlayStation exclusives. As a show... As a show. Good. It was impressive, and I don't care that none of that's out. I'm just like, man... It was a Remember that feeling of us watching that... Like, well, I watched it live. Did you watch that one live with me? I think... I don't know. Because like, the Sony one's at a reasonable time, so yeah, I, exactly. I may have. Um, I remember watching it and just being like, holy shit. Like, it, and it just kept going and going and going, and then Sean Layden had come out halfway through and just go, still with us, guys? And everyone's like... <gasps> <laughs> like, yep. And, and more trailers, like, and we're back. Like, it's yeah. I'm. I hope that that it's more driven that way. Yeah. You know, Microsoft isn't going to be like that though. They're going to be like, we've got so, the most powerful console I don't know. on the market, Xbox Scorpio, and everyone's like, woo. I want to say that Microsoft has learned from Xbox One. Phil Spencer's got a good head on his shoulders. He he's does have a good head, and that's what's, that's what's frustrating about start it. stuff. Mm. So maybe maybe the Scorpio is a chance to turn it around. We're, we're delving, diving more into like what we want to see from all these platform people. Yeah, which I is think, like a later date thing. Yeah, I think maybe we'll do this like maybe next it's, week. We'll you, we're going to need to do some considerable research if we're doing that. Yeah, I think we'll do that next week. But I guess that's probably answered the question pretty yeah, well. Yeah, don't the questions. Don't have sales figures. Keep direct feed footage. Don't show me your audience watching a screen. Yeah, don't have bad actors. Don't like, be. Don't hear have actors being jerks to each other. Be. Yeah. If you're gonna have people on stage or have like cut togethers, be jolly like the Sea of Thieves stuff was. Yes, yes, that was absolutely. so good. <laughs> sea of Thieves stuff was great. It was um, jolly and fun. But if you're gonna have someone on stage playing the game, have someone on stage as well, like narrating almost. Like don't just have like, or even don't do that. Just have someone there playing the game. See, like, when when Noia Dog had it on Trader Four, I think it worked having just a person. As funny as it was, so was with the controller not working. Yeah, it was so <laughs> epic too. Of like. Them just standing there, yeah, and it's, it's great because there's a trophy now for that as well. Yeah, you, know, you, can, like, you can get a trophy for that. Um, don't make don't make me hurt inside. Like when I was watching Shiggy 
trying to play oh. Skyward Sword with Wii Motion Plus. Because oh, that, that still recently. hurts my soul. Because oh. I love him, and it hurts. <laughs> oh, boy. But thank you, Lauren, and thank you, Brod. Please go and check out Hunting Seasons for Broderick if you want more Broderick action. If you want more more fun times from Lauren, go and check out the OK Games podcast. Both are podcasts that I listen to on the reg, and I highly recommend both of them. Um, also, the OK Games crew have also got a new one called Filthy Casuals, um, which is basically because they have so many tangents on their show where they don't talk about video games. They decide to try and save up all their stories and contain it to like <laughs> one episode every fortnight. Um, so it's just them talking about their lives and drinking, which is really great. Uh, and they also do replay, which is really cool. They play, they pick a game, like a video game club, essentially. Play Super Metroid. There, there you go. You've heard it here first. It's like Lauren, a two-hour game. It's fine. Put it in. Like that's fine. That's <laughs> that, put it in the hat. That's we we challenge you to do a replay episode on Super Metroid. There you go. It's not much of a challenge. That's a that's a joy. <laughs> exactly. Like you know, it's easy. It's a gift. Enjoy it. Oh boy, I think that's an episode, Kane. It is. I'll right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, once again, thank you for, for reaching this point of the podcast. It means you've been listening. Or you've Yay. skipped to the end, which I guess we wouldn't blame you. But yeah, go back and listen to it. It's good. It's, it's right. pretty you've good heard, content. You've heard us answer your question, Brod. You yeah, can go back you, and listen you, to the yeah, rest of it. It's fine. Like, We're calling you out. <laughs> he told me he did that. He did that. that. But he, when he knows he's asked a question, he skips to the end and listens oh. to that. But then he goes back and listens to it. So it's okay. Okay, all right. He does okay, listen okay. to the whole all thing. Right, right. He just wants to check and see what we have to say about his question. He, he, <laughs> immediately. He, immediately. Which is fine. I'm Keep um, those E3 questions coming. Yes, well. please. Like, I love E3. We're, we're, E3 questions. We like talking about it as well. I think about E3 every day right now. <laughs> it's always all I'm thinking about. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, so anyway, as I was saying, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Dialogue Options. You can like us on Facebook, also at Dialogue Options. You can send us emails to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. And if you do listen to us on iTunes, feel free to give us a little little rating there. A review? Yes. I think it's fixed now. I think I saw that we also just dialogue options now. I fixed it. You fixed the I metadata? I did actually fix it. I know how, I, yeah. Okay. I, there, there was, there was I like pretty much a box that was left unchecked and I was oh, like, okay. Oh, okay, there we go. Fixed. So yeah, I, yep. that's good. So yeah, go ahead over there, give us a review. We we, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, for Twitter, you can find me at X. where recently I've just been tweeting about Attack on Titan uh, just tearing me apart. The last episode was was good it was good uh also been tweeting about twin peaks Ooh. just melting my mind with <laughs> david lynch being a madman and i don't quite understand what's happening in the new season yet is it 18 episodes it's gonna be isn't it yeah fucking hell i didn't even we've know had that. we've had four parts so far Ooh. and they've all been about an hour long Ooh. so uh Ooh, settle boy. in it's gonna be a ride oh boy <laughs> oh um and yeah but if you want to follow joel you can find him at jolly mac uh, where I, the last thing I tweeted, uh, I tweeted was a retweet <laughs> of Akechi from Persona taking a nice photo of the group, uh, of, from, um, Persona 5, but he's actually taking a selfie of himself. Sounds like Akechi. And it just says, As, uh, Akechi is a bit of an ass.png. Akechi, and... more like a sketchy. <laughs> that was the name of it. Did you not call... I swear I told, that's what I was calling Akechi the entire time I was playing the game. A sketchy. Oh, man. He's, a, he's a bit of sketchy. <laughs> uh, even if you, I, I, I'm sure if you had told me that, I would have laughed. So you, you get double rewards for that. Double rewards. Yep, double down. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll probably catch you guys next week as yes. we get even closer to E3. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, Strike Witches, Get Bitches, Take Us Out. We'll catch you later. Old story high. Bye. 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 Bye.